Hey family, it's Too Fast Too Furious. <laughs> Come on down and get me curious. Revving up Nas, getting ready to play. Here comes the bridge. We're gonna go to Miami. So much chrome and not a lot of plot. It's Too Fast Too Furious. You get what you got. Here we go, driving in Miami. I'm salting your ass like a freshly cured hammy. It's getting hot in here like a rat in a bucket. Sometimes you just have to say f*** it. A lot of folks say, well, welcome back, Carter. I would rather watch Ali Larder. What does that even mean? Too fast. Too furious. I'm too fast for y'all, man. Too fast. Too furious. I'm too fast for y'all. Oh, you just came home from doing a bid. Tell me what you gon' do. Act a fool. Somebody broke Hey, you hear that sound? That's the sound of family coming together. It's the most wholesome show about cars. Was that the family hotel bell that I heard? <laughs> Ding. The bell. The sound of Ring for family. I think that's the Ding. the uh, the Dan, uh, family sized uh, hungry man meal is done. In the oh, it's come oven. with bells now. Yeah. That's that's a good idea. Well, that's the microwave the microwave went off. So it's the cast and the furious. If you didn't guess, if you didn't, you know, you, you didn't weren't aware of what you were clicking on on your phone. And when you hear your family, so uh, sit on down by the fire, and uh, we'll tell you a story about <laughs> rats. Tell you a tale of a haunted car. About a, uh, a, a Miami club and some and a rat and, uh, oh. and some. We'll tell cars. you the tale of the dirty pearl. <laughs> dirty pearl. By the way, that's where I'm calling this. I couldn't. I I forgot immediately the name of this stupid place, and so I could. And I saw pearl, but the the way the. Uh, hey, it's Jonathan, by the way. Hey, it's Jonathan. This is Murrin. I'm Murrin. We're the, yeah, we, 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 we're the host everyone of the show. Knows who we are, but we, I yeah, guess. if you're listening to the third chunk of the second movie, it's a great jumping on point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I couldn't see the top of the name, so I'm just like, ah, it's the Dirty Pearl. It's like a creepy <laughs> fever dream it's with the best furniture ever, and we'll get to it. But uh, welcome to the third chunk of the Too Fast. Too furious. We've got two pretty good guests tonight. Now, pretty good. I say pretty good because we've been trying to get these guys on for a while. Yeah. Wow. Of course, and everyone pales in comparison to George's daughter now. She's set the bar. Oh, yeah. Everyone comp- – uh, uh, yeah, as, we as everybody knows, that. we now we have beaten our own record. My kid of, of 10 years old on Doug's show, uh, the Rocky Minute, was uh, the youngest guest. And now Ella, 8-year-old. Uh, Eclipsed. Has- she she's amazing. She's amazing. So yeah, if you hear those voices, uh, it's Doug from the Rocky Minute and Robin from uh, Fright Night Minute. So and, yeah. and this this is important. This is the most important thing. Robin has a real job that he works with cars stuff. He <laughs> works for a car magazine. Correct, yes. Robin. He's a gearhead. Yeah, he has uh, gears in his head. If you open up any Hemmings uh, Motor News magazine, you'll see my name there in the liner. <laughs> Uh, okay, so yeah. none of us have ever seen your name. <laughs> no. I don't know what Hemming. Tell me a little bit about it. Tell me what Hemming's Motor News is. Is that I what's don't, inside I don't. a Dodge? The Hemming's <laughs> <It's>, Motor. <laughs> yep, yeah, I got a Hemming. Yeah. I got yeah. a Hemming right now. Just thinking about this. It, I can't believe I'm talking about this when I'm not being paid for it. Uh, it's uh, wait, whoa, whoa! What do you mean you're not getting paid? Uh, I'm oh, getting paid. Oh, oh, Mern's getting paid. We have tons of sponsors. We got that. We'll we got that you. Corona Pepsi thick money. Wait, is Hemming's Motor News Sports one of your sponsors now? Ooh, it could be. Oh, um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It uh, is Robin, the, make uh, that happen, please. Yeah, so sure. we aren't, so yeah, don't make us liars, Robin. We're gonna say <laughs> yes, and you have to make it happen I expect now. a keychain and a pair of commemorative sunglasses, like Corona <laughs> sent me. 
It's the uh, classic car Bible since 1954. We have uh, articles on cars, and uh, it's a place. It's kind of like um, uh, like a car trader as well. You people, you know, private sellers sell their cars through there. We also have other like magazines, like Muscle Machines, uh, and which uh, is a totally different thing. Yeah, and classic car. A lot of, a lot of male nudity in that one. <laughs> a lot more than I thought. Yeah, actually. yeah. That's basically where I show up. You're welcome, by the way. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Doug, for being in that. <laughs> it's Mr. October himself. <laughs> and now I'm not going to go wake my five-year-old up to uh, beat the record. I, I've, I've decided so. <laughs> That's a good idea. Please do not wake five-year-olds up. Yeah. <laughs> I have a strange feeling they would not be on target for this. No. They would not, they would not stay on point. It would be, it would be hard. So what do you think of the dirty pearl? <laughs> well, dad. Yeah, what do you think of the dirty pearl? <laughs> yeah, last chunk was kind of okay for, uh, for that, you know, eight year old at least, but this one mm-hmm. I, I would have hesitated. She was surprisingly focused for an eight year old. I, mm-hmm. I have a nine year old that would be all over the place and she was, she was, she was Ella, keeping us on track. Ella mm-hmm. was good. She was. Yep. She brought up the brown vape, which we'll see again in this junk. The, the, the fucking vape right. had me rolling, by the way. Yeah. She, called, she called it a vape. And the fact that Doug and I uh, – or Doug, that uh, George and I both said uh, just the tip. And we – if you had seen the video of us at that moment, we're looking at each other with like giant – just yeah. like don't say anything. Just like, well, I don't know really anything about that. And we're just like <laughs> – it was pretty amazing. But yeah, uh, th- so let's, let's get into the minutes. Let's get into the, uh, the chunks that we're talking about tonight. The, the, the chunk starts with them going to the club they said they were going to go to. They go to the club and it goes through all the way to, uh, another, uh, they're being chased by the police. So that's what our chunk ends 27 and a half minutes later, 28 minutes later. They don't give you time codes on this podcast, just so you know. I've, I've asked again. Oh, yeah. Robin's always like, what code are we on? I'm <laughs> like, dude, go, it's like 27 and a half minutes. It's just like, mean, yeah. Did you, did you say the club or the club? Because I only know, know it as the club. Duh, dirty pearl. The yeah, club. Duh, dirty pearl. The club, the club. Eh? Oh, We're going okay. to the club, now, now huh? Talk. We're going to um, the club. Do the club. Yeah. The club. They okay. walk in the club. Can we pop some bub? No, we can't pop some bub. <laughs> They walk in the club, and the first thing out of Roman's mouth is, this place is a oasis. <laughs> and he, he, I just – he says uh, Roman is getting funnier and funnier every chunk. It's yeah, a oasis in here, bruh. And there is a game you can play bruh. with this with this uh, movie. And, you, I mean, you could drink every time they say bruh or something like that. But yeah. there's also like – There's the three, the, three one, the three words. They do bruh, they do bry, and then they do brah. And they do Bray too. Cuz too. Cuz and Bray. They do because I I think he's saying Bray, but his sound comes out as Bray. But my favorite is kind of like the Bray. Bray. Because that comes out sometimes too. It's about to get serious, (laughs) bro. So they're they're yeah. He says Oasis like it's just something that you say. Like he (laughs) puts it off like oh yeah. I've been to you know I've been to many Oasises. You all we all know what I'm talking about, right? Did you just make that up? But it's I know not what a thing that about. I've ever heard before. I mean, I get it. No, but but it's like immediately relatable. It's to, I'm, I mean, it's relatable to my life. I'll tell you what. <laughs> oh. You really can tell Roman does not like Monica, and he doesn't. He's not very uh, casual about it. Nope. <laughs> he says I'm gonna go take a piss, and she's like, "Yeah, you go do that." <laughs> it's like that was that was their sort of standoff. It, what's it, what's it, what's your guys' feelings about their? Their chemistry, their back and forth. Do you, do you feel like it's forced at all? I feel like it's forced. Yeah, 
I, uh, yeah, he's just mad at her for no reason. Like he, from, from the, or at least in the script, they just said, just be mad at her. I'm talking about Brian and Roman. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, no. I thought you meant Monica <laughs> and Roman. No, I was, I'm, I was I'm, I'm not talking about Brian and Roman. I'm talking about Tyrese and Paul Walker. Mm-hmm. No, they act like they met a day before this was shot. But they just laugh and, and smile all the time like they're longtime friends. Yes. All right. Thank you. I, 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 was, know, I buy into their. I buy into their friendship. I, I do too. Okay, I mean, let's I, say we're all friends, and then one of us went to jail for a long time, yeah. and then the and then we got back together. There's some distance. Just, probably be a little forced. You yeah. just smile all the time. Like you, you want to still good. be friends, but it feels weird. You know, I I I buy their chemistry. I, I mean, they're not neither of them are like the greatest actor in the world, but I so I, I give them like a little more credit, I guess. I mean, I, I put on my Fast and Furious rose colored glasses and be like, okay, I like it. Yeah, it's good. Mm-hmm. It's not. You like, know the, the the first time I saw this, I hated Tyrese, but mm-hmm. I watched it recently in preparation for this show, believe it or not, and uh I love Tyrese in this. Hate Paul mm-hmm. Walker, but I love Tyrese <laughs> oh. in this movie. Uh, Hater. Okay. I'm well, sorry. Don't worry. He get he gets his, Doug. Don't worry. <laughs> I don't mean to speak ill of the dead, but I guess I guess you win, Doug. He's dead now. <laughs> yeah, you beat you beat him. <laughs> Finally, I waited so long for this moment. You said the whole line about uh, I got to take a piss. It's funny when they walk in the club and he says it's a Oasis. Uh, Roman says, "Damn, you got a pen," and it sounds like he says, "You got to pee." You, you got to pay. <laughs> and I, I had to go back and look at the subtitles. And I was like, "Oh wait, it's, he's saying pen." But then, like moments later, he's like, "I got to take a piss." I was like, "Oh, maybe he really did have to go to the bathroom when he got in there." I think he did. I think he goes to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> It would have been better if if the whole if this whole section he just talked about going to the bathroom. Like when he gets back, like, damn, those bathrooms are nice. Well, I mean, he he just ate he just ate and like a whole meal with uh he he ate a uh, James Remar's sandwich and drank his soda. <laughs> he ate entire enchilada or something. He comes back, he's like, it's a whole broasis in there. <laughs> in the bathroom, <laughs> it's a bra, it's a Bryce. Bryce. <laughs> I guess he's asking for a pen because he wants to be able to write down women's numbers, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Murrin, we call them digits. Oh. He wants to write down digits. I'm so sorry. I, get them digits. I just lost Listen, my street cred. If you're yeah. going to hang out in the Oasis, you got to use the right terminology. I'm learning. I'm trying. It's duck I'm not club. As cool, I'm not as cool as Paul Walker or Tyrese. I'm sorry. Right. right. As we go through this scene, I want you all to watch the escalation of chairs. <laughs> yes. Um, chairs. I had note about this. First, first chair. Big glass chair, egg, half egg chair with an orange seat inside of it. Well, okay, said, that's says, a little weird, a little modern. And he says, you yeah. see that girl on the swings? There's a swing that's just kind of above everything, and there's a girl yes. on it. Yes. And then they go, uh, while Roman's taking a piss, uh, Monica <laughs> and Brian go sit down in what I refer to as the devil's tongue chairs. I thought they These were like – These chairs are amazing. Hold on, hold on. Can I also point out the fact that the, all the people here are obviously dancing with no background music yes. until <laughs> they definitely yeah. it's one of those tracks where they're just all like until they all right, everybody keep moving, keep moving in the background, extras keep yeah. moving. What the, the song that is actually playing, which I'm sure they weren't listening to on set, they're just added later, is Peter Piper by Run DMC. Mm-hmm. Definitely a song you would hear in Miami in 2003, I'm sure, in a club. <laughs> The club? The, in the club. I don't care. Get back to the chairs. Okay. All right. The chairs. You're you're on Get devil's on penis chair. chairs. 
Not devil's penis, devil's tongue. To me, it oh, looked like sorry. an orange, a wave of orange soda or something like, like a, a, a like a, an ocean of orange soda, and it's just like a wave cresting, and then it turns into a chair. You know what? It looks like kind of like an orange Julius with that foam, oh, we should, yeah, whipped so white like, foam. Yeah, it's like orange Julius frozen into a spike. <laughs> so they sit down at these horrible chairs, and they're having small talk. As they're walking there, we find out the background on Roman getting busted, mm-hmm. and yeah. Roman loses all credibility for being angry at Brian. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Because he's like, yeah, I was a cop for two months, and then uh, Roman got busted with like six cars, and they were all stolen. Oh, did you bust him? No, I wasn't even there. Then why the hell he didn't even know? Him? He didn't even know about it, and it wasn't cars, yeah. John. It wasn't cars. It was eight sets of stolen wheels. It wasn't even cars. Not wheels, cars, wheels, cars are wheels. He said eight sets, eight sets of oh. stolen wheels. So he just stole wheels with no car. That's weird. Yeah, he went to jail for wheels, and we're actually bringing. I mean, we have a wheelman here. Robin's nickname is Wheelman. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to doubt myself. Let me listen to this for a second. I, I, as the authority on wheels, uh, <laughs> I got to say, I, I I really took it as he's talking about like wheels, like stolen wheels, like like as in cars. Yeah, look at these wheels I stole. Yeah, yeah, hot wheels. Eight sets would he be eight, eight cars. He yeah. said eight sets of wheels. Yeah, if you someone had a nice car, you could say, hey, that's a nice set of wheels you got there. It's true. God Douglas? Damn. I'm sorry. Explain yourself. <laughs> I have I have nothing to say. Okay. I'll be uh I'll be signing off. <laughs> Ten time I, out. I was actually gonna not gonna bring it up, but you know, since since the conversation is going that way, I actually got a, a speeding ticket uh last night and I just wanted to say I'm really pissed off at Doug about it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, if I if I would have known whether I'm a cop or not, I would have helped. All right. Just like just like Brian, he didn't know. He didn't know you got a ticket. <laughs> well, but he's made it back oh, can to you... like the the you were, what I interpreted as the forced relationship between Monica and uh, Tyrese is that like he's kind of just mad at her, and it's just because she's a cop, I guess. He's just yeah. mad at all cops. He hates cops. It... He hates cops like Carter Verone. They bond over it later. Yes, yeah, true. Yeah, the whole it's like thing... nothing I hate more than authority. Yeah, I hate that. And cops. That's a very specific thing. I think authority is – it's more rules, Carter, not cops. Cops are just enforcing the rules that you're breaking. Mm-hmm. Well, that doesn't stop people from hating cops. Well, to be honest, uh, I, one, we keep calling them cops. You're police officers. We apologize for yeah. using the rude term. It's not rude. I don't give a shit. I call myself a cop. <laughs> All right. Don't but, care. Uh, Long beard, don't care. Long beard, don't care. <laughs> I was going to say that oh, there's a lot that's kind of undefined about Monica. Like she's supposed to be – she's a cop and she's supposed to be sort of like gone too far undercover and we're not sure what her allegiance is. But I never really doubt her allegiance. Like I never really no. buy that she's with Carter. And then there's like – she's supposed to have this sort of chemistry with Brian and I never really buy that either. It's kind of just yeah. – they kind of try different things with her and it, nothing is quite landing all the way. Um, I, I – you know, undercover means undercover. That means you don't – break cover no matter what no matter what because you know you, you could build this case over months or years or whatever the second that you know you, you give an inkling that something's fishy covers broken and then all your work goes to shit yeah so are, are you She's, saying she yeah, wouldn't so be talking to brian and, and roman like this because that would be breaking <laughs> I, character i'm saying yeah i'm saying that that you know roman being suspicious of her is bullshit because he's an ex-con and he has no business knowing Anything about her cover? Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. 
It'd be better in the movie if it, we didn't know. But I guess they were like, we can't do that twice in one movie. Or in uh, two movies. Like the first movie, Brian, oh. we don't know he's a cop for like a lot of it. Mm-hmm. That might have been a twist though. That would have been a nice twist. Like working with the girl and all of a sudden, boom, she's a cop. Like, whoa, Brian got it done to him now. Yeah, I, I think that would have worked. It's, it's like she's a different enough character and it, it, I, I wouldn't have really thought about it that much if it was like she it was revealed that she was undercover later. Yeah. All these things are great, but Carter Verone is already there. He invites them over, and holy shit, guys, I thought those tongue chairs were the greatest. These are the greatest chairs I've ever seen. But this is, we have had a we have slowly moved up we, in chairs. We cannot, no matter what we do, we cannot get Jonathan off the chairs here. He's all about the, the chairs. chairs in this chair private area that they go to. Holy crap! It is the vampire cowl of chairs. They're couches that have eight foot tall backrests. <laughs> I mean, they're amazing. Uh, it, you know, I think uh, Jonathan spent way too much time with uh, Tom Cruise. He just keeps jumping up on those chairs. <laughs> I know. Uh, I'm all about this chair. It's all velvety. Yeah. It's it's more of a couch. It's more of a love seat. But I, I let's be honest. I did want to mention well, before we get over there, though. Uh, uh, they're sitting there talking and. You know, they say overruns right over there, and and yep. Brian goes to look, and Tiger's like, "Don't look, don't look, don't look!" Oh, he saw us. Yeah, he's he's <laughs> like, like being very cool. He's like, "Hey, he's right over there. Don't look." Every, they both look. Everybody like, looks. Look. <laughs> I, and Carter's I just, like, "Hey guys, how's even it going? Monica yeah. looks, and she should be. She should know better. She's professional. Oh, well, she yeah. looks like she knew he was already there. She, she well, looks they're at supposed like she... to be meeting him there. Of course he's going to be there. They agreed on meeting at the club. <laughs> right. I don't get what Listen, the big deal is. And she should be more careful then to, you know, from feeling up Brian and checking yeah. out his bracelet and shit because if, if there's <laughs> any inkling that Carter's around, you know what a psychopath he is. Yeah, we, find, we find out exactly <laughs> how much in a little bit. But, yeah, I did have a note. Like, she – the the little banter between Monica and Brian is really silly. She starts by like trying to get some food off his shirt in the background, and then she starts looking at his bracelet. Why does he have food on him? I don't know. <laughs> From what? From when? It's probably Somebody Tyrese. Probably him. something Tyrese was eating. Yeah, I gotta take a piss. By the way, you uh, you got food on your <laughs> shirt. Ah, don't worry about it. <laughs> it fell out of your beard. I just love the idea of uh, uh, Verone just standing there over by the wall, like, "Hey guys, I'm I'm right here. If you want to come hang out." Anyway, we've already talked about the fact that Verone keeps empanadas in his pants. So, <laughs> is that an empanada in your pants? Are you just happy to see me? He he does a smile and wave over from like across the room. That's that's like equal parts charming and unsettling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's well, him. Anything Cole Hauser does is unsettling. Yeah. He's an unsettling gentleman. Listen, I know you guys aren't aren't huge fans of Cole Hauser. I think he just in this is just in this. Do I? I'm terrified of him in this. And uh, my wife in the other room is watching uh, uh, School Ties right now, oh, and he's in yeah. it. And I saw him. I'm like, he's a redhead. That's why his hair looks so effed up in this. They colored it. He's in Days he and Confused. Yeah, he's in a bunch of things. But I the the the, the School Ties one is one of those ones that's really they're all really young. I was thinking oh, right. we complain about him being too pale for Argentina, but maybe he's like a he's an Argentinian like uh like Casper Van Dien is in uh um Starship Troopers. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, yes. He's from a futuristic Blue society. Eyes. Citizenship equals no, service equals citizenship. Yeah. I'm I'm from Buenos Aires and, and the- I say kill them all. 
it's less it's less about it's less about his coloring and more about what the way he talks to Brian's like she's beautiful isn't she and he's like she's gorgeous and he's like you got balls kid you're the same age what are we doing <laughs> he's, dude, he's in this movie. We, I, I no. didn't mention this because I don't think I was there last week uh, at the time you said this but he in his wiki he was born in like 1968 that's 10 years before Carter Cole Hauser was born he's playing a character 10 years older than he is and he doesn't look it <laughs> no he looks 23 he's younger <laughs> than Paul Walker. It's, it's it's a power move it's a total power move calling you know, somebody lower than you, kid. It's a yeah. power move. Yeah, totally. All right. I All right. Love I'm glad we have though. someone to stick up for for Cole Hauser in this. And he, he, <laughs> Dude, I love Cole Hauser. I'm sorry, the guy is fucking handsome as hell, and he's scary as shit in this movie. This is his scary. Oh, this is get, scary. Let's not get started on Pitch Black, you know, because oh, da- Dave, Dave Palace will, will appear on the chat somehow and <laughs> lose his lose his damn mind. Go on, we're talking about, about it. Um, he's got a chin dimple for Christ's sakes. <laughs> I have that too. You just trust me on that. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. He has like a Superman jaw under that beard. Yep. Or, or the weakest chin known to man. No, that's that's Rob Lumley. We all know that. <laughs> <laughs> so, Love you, Rob. Uh, I, I, I like the conversation that he has, uh, Brian and uh, and Carter Verone. It looks like they're just kind of struggling to like find something to talk about in a certain sense, like. <laughs> Like, oh, she's gorgeous, isn't she? And there's like a two second pause, and he's like, no, respond yeah. to that. He's like, oh, yeah, she is. She's gorgeous. And I kind of like, oh. Which yeah. is also a power move on Brian's part. Like, yeah. I'm not going to be pushed around. Yeah, no, yeah, she is gorgeous. Which I, I, don't, I don't, I'm sorry, I just don't buy it from Paul Walker. <laughs> Paul Walker. Carter, I'm not playing your you're, games you're, you're, with, your, with uh, your big intimidation chairs. You're, you're a coal you head. You're a coal head, and you're not a, you're not a, you're an anti Paul. I'm Team Hauser all the Team way. Hauser, yeah. Flush flush Walker down the toilet. Hashtag Team Hauser. All, all right. right. Team Hauser, that's okay. Team too much bronzer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm wondering if they're they're trying to make him, you know, look less white or if they just want to – they're implying that he's been in Miami for a long time. He's really tan. But they didn't have time to, to tan him up. Tan him up. And here comes the they, they really did pick the least South American person to play a South American. <laughs> yeah. yeah, apparently I, I, I didn't realize this before, but he was in a previous John Singleton movie, Higher Learning, and that's uh, that's sort of how he got mm. this. Huh. I assume he played a skinhead uh, Aryan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So he was an Aryan in that one. You know, Argentinian Aryan, all words. <laughs> all cut from the same cloth. They are now now now. Verona is like tired of being there. They've been there for. 14 seconds yeah this is the same thing with the the empanada table where he's like we're gonna go sit down and have this food and talk it's like no we're not talking here we're gonna move everyone stand up let's walk and then (laughs) he's like like, we just got here and he's like we're leaving doesn't matter (laughs) fine leaving doesn't matter we're going i just got in this huge ass chair (laughs) give me five (laughs) seconds with it it takes five minutes to get up from it broman's like i told you not to look (laughs) <laughs> they go walk down a hallway and I'm like, how many rooms are in this club? How much more private does this club get? Oh, so private. There's, there's it's 10 so different private. levels of privacy. He also, I think I, we, I, he, I, he has a line, something about a woman is a powerful force. And then he, mm-hmm. he talks about how the, oh, see that blonde over there? She's talking to that guy. She can get anything she wants out of him in five mm-hmm. minutes. And that's when we see Mark Boone Jr. Yep. Oh, yeah. Love that guy. 
Bobby. I love Bobby. Bobby. Love Bobby. I was trying to figure out what he looks like. He looks like a real life Harry and the Hendersons. <laughs> like if that creature was a man, but short. He, I love him as an actor. Like he's a great actor, uh-huh. but this is his range. Yeah, the, this he is, what he is does. a greasy turd man. <laughs> that is what he does. It's amazing. Like I've never seen him in. You know, like you've seen those creepy pictures of Wilford Brimley without his beard, and you're like, oh, so he has played other things. But yeah. when you like this guy, Mark Boone is always Mark Boone. Yeah, he he always. looks he looks like Nick Nolte's son that let himself go a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's always oh. playing a corrupt cop. He's like, I'm coming for, I'm coming always. for you, Dad. I'm gonna be as weird cop? as you are. Isn't he like a porn producer in one movie? Well, I'm sure he's... he's been that many times. Sure. Well, don't get him confused with uh, what's his face, the Ricky Jay, the guy who used to do the close up magic. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Ricky Jay has that like same Jay, vibe. Yeah. <laughs> he's got that Ricky Jay vibe. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Got, they might be one of the soul. Same. I bet bet Doug hates Ricky Jay, so fuck that guy and his dead body. <laughs> It's like you hate <laughs> It's open season on old dead people. Let me tell you something about Ronald Reagan, too. <laughs> okay, weird poll. It's the first dead guy that came to mind. I'm sorry. Sure. Really? I don't know why. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, yeah, he's Detective Wentworth, and they're, uh, We'll see him in a second. They walk back to the the the, the dirty pearls champagne room. I guess I don't know what. Oh uh, can, can yeah, I? before that, uh, Roman tries to looks like Roman tries to swipe his, his cigar cutter again. He's like, hey, <laughs> yeah, hey. You got, yeah. It's it's a little thing when he's like, don't come here. He's just like, don't even try it. <laughs> Here's another cigar I smoked for Dude, two puffs. I, I, and I was left. John. I was just gonna say that I have a huge beef with this guy's just. Abuse of good cigars. If I have anything bad to say about Hauser, it's that. <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't, he he doesn't he use cannot, the punch, he uses the cutter. He, he doesn't smoke cigars, like, to, 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 to the end. He takes a couple of puffs and then chucks them. I yeah. wish Roman, cause Roman makes, in this movie, he kind of talks to the audience in some of his quips, like some of the things he says are like the things we're all thinking. I wish he'd gone, man, you don't really seem to like cigars. <laughs> like as they walk away, like leave another one. I really wish he, Roman said something like, this dude smokes a ton of, like he like, he never smokes them. Like he just kind of talking to the, the guard. Yeah, I think it's, it's Enri- probably just another Enrique power move. He's like, I don't need to finish these. I have, I have unlimited, you know, I have unlimited quantity. That might, that, bread sticks. yeah, that, that could be possible, but I'm, not a fan of that. John, you you know I don't know why I keep calling you John like Dave Palace does. I don't know either, but I'm just gonna Jonathan, go you know how uh Bandit. how much of a fan I am of cigars. Yeah, I'm a fan of cigars too. You got I mean smoke it. Yes. The whole thing. Yes. And that this does not sit well with me. So it's not speaking of not sitting well, um <laughs> we go into the champagne room and it looks like date night at the Greenbergs. There is a blowtorch. <laughs> Some gloves, <laughs> an ice bucket, and a napkin. <laughs> Doug, comments? <laughs> Doug, you should see Doug uh, right Not when I have a mouthful of whiskey, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that was almost a spit take. That was almost uh, a, an expensive spit take. Sorry, buddy. Yeah, yeah you, walk, you walk into a room like that and you ask your host what's up and he's like, we're going to have a little fun. You're like, what do you do? <laughs> 
Yeah, I've been to bachelor parties with that kind of stuff. And you're like, <laughs> oh no, what is? What if we? What's what? What is all this? What yeah. What is happening? Like I don't. Buddha with some pearls hanging off of it. <laughs> you, you guys yeah. ever ever watch that that TV show Chopped? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Where they give you a, like a basket full of garbage and you have to make something. It's, it's like, you get a blowtorch, like, a rat, yeah, but... a bottle of champagne. <laughs> and, and you have Mark to create Coon a Junior. torture device. I'm going to build a deconstructed Napoleon <laughs> with some with some ice cream, homemade ice cream that never freezes. I've never yeah, seen the show. I am I'm already never sold. freezes. <laughs> Stop making ice cream on the show. Hey, all the people watching, they're going to be on chop. Don't, stop making ice cream. It's not enough time. <laughs> not enough time. Hey, you have 10 seconds left. The guy's going to get some more aluminum from the cabinet. <sighs> Every time. Yeah, so they're uh, they're in there, and they, they, hey, they're in the champagne room, mm-hmm. and he actually, they're drinking champagne, which, again, super confusing. I'm sure that Monica's like, do I sit down in here, Carter? <laughs> Are we going to just leave in <laughs> just, 10 seconds again? <laughs> Are we going to a fifth room? <laughs> so she's, they give him uh, some champagne. He's talking mm-hmm. to the guys and um, the the prostitute. I, I said prostitute. I don't know if she's a hooker, but I'm going with she probably is. She walks in with uh, Detective Wentworth and then just – does a three uh 180 and walks right and she, out she oh, has yeah. a look on her face like she knows okay i'm i'm uh, an accomplice to this man's torture or murder like i feel i wonder if this is like her thing that she does for carter like she she's the the net for people that he needs to get in the back she's, room she's the rat pot she's the rat the honey yeah, rat the honey rat she's, she's the, the honey rat. rat so i was really confused by the directing here because like Bobby and, or sorry, Whitworth and around, around the corner. And then, uh, Carter cackles like the penguin. And then, uh, <laughs> he says, meet Detective Whitworth. The blonde then nods. And Carter says, one of Miami's finest. And he nods to the blonde and they, and she turns and leaves. For, for a second there, I'm like, was that, was that a detective? <laughs> Is, does he have a cop on the table? Maybe, and, maybe really she's confused. a cop too. She's a cop. Yeah. Is a cop undercover as a hooker? Maybe. I mean, we see some, inter- we see some so. interesting undercover cops later. Uh, we'll get to that. Uh, I don't know. That was kind of weird. Like, there was a weird communication going on between them, but yeah. it wasn't clear what it was supposed to be. I think that's just bad editing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah, exactly. And then he calls, then he calls, uh, Whitworth detective. And I'm like, oh, okay. You know? Uh, okay. <laughs> but he does cackle like the penguin. Yeah, he sure cool. does. Yeah. And then, and then he outs him very quickly. <laughs> yeah, I've had him on my payroll for years. Oh man, Carter, that's not cool. <laughs> Can't talk like this in front of the two around these randos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know these guys. But he yeah. uses a butterfly knife to cut his shirt open because he wants something. He says, "I can't do it." <laughs> All right, uh, yeah, I, I can't do it. We don't know what it is yet. And yeah, he uses a butterfly knife. Cut and does the one thing no actor has ever, no one has ever asked. Please cut Mark Boone Jr.'s shirt off <laughs> and lay him down. Let's on do this, some tequila uh, shots off his belly button. Uh, I'm so glad there's not a black light on that table because <laughs> being on there without a shirt on, you're gonna get a rash. Just unleash that 270 pounds of straight sexy. Yeah, uh, yeah, he is. <laughs> And it's so it, it, the indignity of it all, and then like on top of it, he finally ties him down, and then he calls him a fat piece of shit right on top of it. Like, oh, oh. Jesus, man! You're naked and no, you're fat. Won't be the last time he hears that. that's not cool, dude. Come on, man. He's already very vulnerable. Vulnerable. <laughs> yeah, you almost expect him to be like, "Oh, come on!" Oh, <laughs> like come you on. did earlier. 
I, well, that's when I want Rowan to be like, oh, man, that's cold. Hey, don't call him fat. <laughs> so is this just, like, straight exposition for, for Rowan to, like, tell the dummy audience, like, what the torch rat bucket thing means? Oh, yeah, we all know that. Yeah. We all know the torch butt racket. The tor- torch butt <laughs> Torch butt racket. Torch butt racket. Thanks for naming the episode. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> No, yeah, of course, we all know the torch rat bucket scheme. Everyone, everyone's familiar with that. We don't need it explained. Apparently that's we do. Even more, that's even more, what? I'm sorry. I said apparently you do need it explained. I, I do. I'm saying I do. I, I, you know, I've seen this movie before, but. That's even more popular than using a phone book, right, Doug? <laughs> Why write Doug? Why? Why write Doug? <laughs> I don't know what you mean. <laughs> sure you don't. I see you winking. Stop winking at me. <laughs> So yes, the uh the the rat butt the torch torch top. rat butt torch butt <laughs> racket <laughs> torch butt racket is when when you light a a bucket on fire or heat it up a rat gets angry and eats its way through a fat gentleman is yeah. and I'm like okay I don't know about that but okay. I mean, possibly. So, first of all, he just takes like the cloth off of the bucket, and the rat's just there. So, I guess the rat was gonna like. Why wouldn't the rat just jump out of the bucket? There's just a cloth covering. That's a big ass rat, too. Yeah, yeah. Is this level of torture necessary? No. Okay. Thank well, you. I think Carter Verone thinks <laughs> it's fun. He he he's a sadistic man, and he likes to torture people in interesting ways. I was surprised a guy like him would handle a rat. True. He would have. He could have one of his. He could have Roberto or, yeah. or Enrique handle the rat for him. Yeah. It was fresh manicure. You know, he's got a fresh manicure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe pull up, pull on some gloves first or something. That could have been good. Well, but, they do have the gloves, but that's for Enrique to hold the bucket down. Right. Yeah. He makes a claim too that the average rat could chew through a steel drain pipe. Yes, he does. Did Did you guys look this I up? I looked it up. I looked it up. Yes. And no, I, no I found, way! I found not so. I found if it, they, I found a website that said like if it's really rusted, they can. Yeah, I uh, found one that said that rats do thousands of dollars in water damage because if they find a place like where they're basically where there's a leak, yeah. they'll start chewing on that leak where the hole is, and they'll make it bigger, and then they'll break through it. Yeah, they, they yeah. can chew through soft metal. Yeah, so if it's already worn down, they can, but not just yeah. through like a brand new like steel drain pipe. They can't just like right. go. Oh, right so they're not the... going for a pipe. Like what? Yeah. What's the point of that? Yeah, yeah. They'll chew through aluminum, which is a softer metal. Yeah, but they won't chew, chew through a lot of things. Chew through straight steel unless it's already damaged. Yeah, they'll. That's why if you put this rat on, on uh, Tyrese's abs. Not chewing no. through that. Oh, no, no. Nope. That's straight steel. Although this, straight steel. he'd rather go, he'd rather go through the aluminum above. <laughs> Although the, the steel drain pipe, uh, threat also kind of pokes a hole in the whole idea because then why wouldn't it just chew through the bucket? Mm. Cause it's hot? Cause it's know. hot. I guess it's cause it's hot, yeah. Also, you can't get your little teeth on a bucket. <laughs> try, they have, find a bucket. They have, they have like and the, try, try and put your mouth on it. Be right back. But they, they have like little, <laughs> they, their little teeth like stick out of their mouths, right? They have like little, yeah, yeah. So they can like <laughs> grab onto things. Edward G. Robinson teeth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. See, yeah, see? yeah. I'm in a bucket. And I'm gonna chain this Mark Jr. Yeah. Edward G. Robinson. <laughs> yeah, you know what? He's my grandson. Yeah. <laughs> so what we find out is he wants 15 minute window with no cops watching them. We don't know the specifics. So that's what he wants. So he has all these properties. He's he says. Um, he's in charge of the units watching his properties. 
Right. Mm. So we know that like, like the boatyard is one and this trailer park is another. It's like God, Carter Verone is Captain Florida. He owns everything <laughs> that in my mind is like Florida based. Like, uh, I've got the corner of the market on boat farms and uh, Fat Tuesdays. <laughs> he has a piece of the Miami Heat. <laughs> he owns a he owns a gator farm <laughs> with John Brugan's gator farm. He, he rents out uh, go yeah. fast boats to tourists. Fan boats, uh, four, fan, fan boats, boats four, whatever. Four meth labs. I think fan boats are different. But they're both, yeah, fan boats are more Florida, I guess. Uh, Everglades Swamp Tours, do they do that? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. My okay. kids have been on those. They love them. All right. Love them. So, and Not by themselves. We didn't send them off on a <laughs> fan boat tour with some yokel. So you guys are just supporting Verone, just so you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm Team Verone. <laughs> <laughs> team Hauser, you've, you've won me over, Doug. He Verones me too. He Verones everything. We got it, Mern. <laughs> we got it. Here's what gets me is that Wentworth flips in like a little scratch of the of the rat's scratch. I mean, the rat does not. No, he no. bit me. No, he he holds out for a little while, but when he feels ah. that mother, when he feels that rat burrowing into his belly, that's when he relents. Yeah. Uh, how how I, long I could you last? Door. How long could you oh. last? Hours. <laughs> <laughs> So your intestines are spilled out? Yes. Uh, All right. I I need that rat the rat in that bucket over a nipple though, if you know, if you're doing it. Well, if I get to, if I get to then, choose. Then you're then you're loving it. You're just like, ooh yeah. Oh, oh. I, listen, I, I I am no stranger to some kink, so okay. I'm listening. <laughs> rat or take a rat to the nipple. And, and then then Carter says like probably the funniest line to me in this little scene is uh if you don't do this my little rat friend will visit your wife and kids. I'm like, your rat friend's going to visit the wife and kids? My best Are you friend, to- this rat. <laughs> I'm like, okay, wait. What do you – you, okay, I understand that you're threatening the children and his family. Got it. I wonder yeah. if they like Are you going to do this to them? Are you going to do this to them? Are you going to put a bucket on a child and have the rat eat through him? If he knows where, if he knows his family and like where they live and stuff, he could have just said like, I know your family. I I can, I have someone watching your family. Please do this. And he'd be like, yeah, okay. If he befriended the rat, you'd think he'd probably name him. What do you think Mm. he named his rat? Uh, Cohiba. Varder Carone. No, because he doesn't, he he respects the rat more than he respects cigars. So no, not Cohiba. Mm. All right. What would he name it? Empanada. Vato. Evita. Evita. That's good. Uh-huh. That's good. Oh, is it a female? Argentina. I I see where you're going. Yeah, I see. Yeah. You're thinking of thing, Argentinian things. I don't think I could yeah. think of any more than that. That's all I got. Little Murray. Band. Uh Starship Troopers. That's all I got. <laughs> Dizzy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dizzy, famous Argentinian Dizzy <laughs> from, from Starship Troopers. From Starship Troopers. What do you got, Robin? I came up with Little Burrow just because he's like he likes to burrow. Oh, Little Burrow, Burrow is good. That's a good name for a rat. Oh, I like that. Uh, how about I'm trying? Give me a second. Give me a second. Rat Boone Junior. Sure. Is that anything? <laughs> because okay. he loves Why he not? loves uh, Detective Wentworth, <laughs> the actor playing Detective Wentworth. I wonder if his family likes falafel. Anyone, what? Okay, no one's getting that. Crickets in, and crickets. In, so, in, let me explain this joke. In okay. Batman Begins, please. Mark Boone Jr. plays the same character that Bless. he does in this. He's also he's a he's a crooked cop. Oh, 
And he goes Quest, to a, yeah, the, yeah. the scene right before Batman attacks him. He goes to a falafel stand and he, he steals. He like just takes it. And the guy's like, "Please, I have a family." Yeah. He's like, "I only like falafel." So I wonder if his family likes falafel. Marin, <laughs> what a weird I, poll. No, it's not a weird poll. <laughs> Marin, that is legitimately funny. Thank, Good job. Thank you. That's the only other thing I've seen him in. And it's like probably his, you know, one of his biggest movies that he was in. Yeah, you're, you're 100% right. Hey, and, Niall and McGowan was... and uh, John Parker will, will appreciate it. And the Carnival Road after the Whitworth is, you know, his bloody ch- chest, he, I guess, runs out into the Dirty Pearl. I, that's not the first time this has happened, I assume. <laughs> running do you think, out do you think that that, on he goes, that he goes to get a tetanus shot or something. <laughs> a tetanus oh. shot. A I tetanus would. shot would be for for uh, metal, right? He would need a rabies shot, right? Mm. Do rats have rabies? They well, do. maybe there was jagged metal on that pan, pail, and Could he was be. eaten by a rat. Listen, he needs some kind of some kind of shot. He needs. A he shot. definitely needs some kind of shot. My grandparents um, lived in Mexico for a few a few years when they were you know younger. Uh, not I was before my, before I was born before they were grandparents, and uh, a rabid dog bit my grandma, and she had to have oh, uh, I think some something like twenty or thirty shots over a period of of a, of a week, just go in every day. Is that back when they stuck them in your yeah, stomach right too? in the stomach? Yeah. Was the dog proven to be rabid? I think so. I think it was. Do you know how they check if a dog is rabid now? No. Uh, you put a bucket with a rat on top of it, <laughs> and if it eats through it, it's rabid. It's a cure all. <laughs> They they put the dog down, they cut its head off, and they test its brain. What? So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes. Oh, sorry, not rabid. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, not rabid. Here's your dog back. <laughs> it's like, does it matter at that point? Like, oh, it's dead. Like, I guess it matters no, for, like, like, the if treatment there, If there's get. a suspicion that, that the that uh, animal has rabies. That's what they do. Okay. It's like it's like when they have people like write the saddest story you can with four words, and it's always like baby shoes never worn. <laughs> the uh, the one would be like not rabid. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of times, if if a dog, a vicious dog, attacks, like that's pretty much the end of its time anyway. Yeah. So and that's when they take them. That's when you take them into the. Uh, farm upstate yes they they take them yeah. to the farm they remove their head they go on permanent vacation you know, <laughs> peacefully okay while they're sleeping while they're sleeping and then uh they test their brain for rabies i did enjoy that carter uh is like after wentworth walks away he's like now don't play games with me <laughs> and i was like you have done nothing but play games with them since you got there yeah like since they got to this bar you've stand up sit down come over here let's go over here let's watch this i'm gonna torture this guy hey you watch this here's some rope <laughs> i'm like what are you talking about don't don't play games that that's all you like fun. to do i'd be like play more games with me <laughs> is that slightly so, the, so i'm sorry yeah Let i got i got that. cards against humanity deck let's let's go over here for a little bit it'll be fun <laughs> it's, it's pretty offensive <laughs> but like you just need to get in the spirit <laughs> of it. you said no games <laughs> Is it sociopathic the way that Carter laughs after he tortures? Yeah, yeah. yeah he's a sociopath. Okay. He- okay, all right. Just checking. Oh, another uh, great Kohlhauser line reading is, uh, you hear me? I'll burn your... <laughs> I, I know, I know that. It's, it's a classic, like, screaming and then getting really calm very suddenly. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that, he's trying to say, I'll burn your eyes out. I'll burn your eyes out. I'll, bu- I'll burn your eyes out. Yeah. That's a good read. Yeah. I'll burn your eyes out. Like he's so mad now that he can't even be loud anymore. He's like, I swear to God, I'm burning. Or maybe he's just gotten noise complaints before in this room. They 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 knock on the door. (laughs) 
Carter, can you keep it down a little bit? Can you Carter, get the torturing down two. just a little bit? We he heard, didn't see him looking. He's like, I'll burn your eyes out. <laughs> we heard somebody yelling, stop it! <laughs> like there, you so, hear uh, the thumping of a, uh, a broom yeah. Yeah. on the ceiling <laughs> of the club upstairs. Yeah, their, their club is right above just a, a, co- a apartment complex, a retirement sorry, community. Did you, did you say duck club? Duck, I, did, I did not. Thank you for correcting me. You're welcome. Uh, an, another great misreading of this movie is when Carter slams Monica against the wall and tells her he better not, she better not touch another man. And uh, I, I thought Ooh. it was, 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 uh, was he upset that uh, she uh, put his hands over uh, the detective's mouth? <laughs> that was weird. That was a really weird moment when she did that. That man or? <laughs> Don't ever look at another rat again like that. He's like, I had the weirdest boner. Well, he, he knows she's not going to mess with Mark Boone Jr. He, he's way out of his league. Like, it's, uh, it's Paul that she, that he's worried about. Yeah, she don't, don't ever touch shirt. another man again as long as he's an eight or above. Listen, if he has Ritz crackers crumbs on his shirt, you leave him there. You don't dust them off. <laughs> That's tuna, guys. Tuna. <laughs> he had some tuna juice on his shirt. That's true. It would be tuna. It's always tuna. <laughs> Every time you see anything on his shirt, it's tuna. Totally tuna. <laughs> Totally tuna. <laughs> but, but that's, I mean, I think that's a little like, uh, zero to ten right there. Um, if you ever touch another man again, I'll kill you. Yeah. Like, how does he not know she's an, not an undercover cop? Like, what woman would deal with this? This, this constant abuse. Or just not a human being who, who might, you know, dust the man's shirt off if he has crumbs on it. And look at his bracelet. Yeah. I thought her job was to, if I was Carter, I thought her job, and I don't know if she's a cop, is she's kind of the fluffer, for lack of a – I needed another word for it. She's like the social – wow, this is not going to work either. She's the social lubricant. She's the she's the go-between. She's the one that like when you have the hot girl and you're the bad guy, she's the one that makes you seem okay because they kind of gravitate toward liking her. Mm-hmm. So when she's doing this, she's doing her job for Carter. The distraction. The something. The I don't know what it is. And, then, and he's mad that she touched him. It's like, isn't that her job? What is her job? Schmoozing. Yeah. Schmoozing. I thought schmoozing included touching. It's that. Yeah. I mean, salespeople will sometimes put their hand on your shoulder. Right. Right. That, that's just how it works. <laughs> well. And so will cops. Listen, we we are also judging the um, judgment. Of a sociopath, like yeah. we just covered. Car- so. Carter Verone I mean, is, is mercurial. He has mood changes. He might he might change mm-hmm. change the rules from one day to the next. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's not Team Verone. I'm back on. I'm back okay. on he's it. Handsome I'm back on. Team Verone now. I think Doug, you convinced us. He's cool. He's awesome. Great villain. <laughs> <laughs> everything everything he says is right. Hashtag Team Hauser. <laughs> Hashtag not all Hausers. <laughs> I'm for Buenos Aires and Cole Hauser. Hey, you've been listening to the yeah. Cast and the Furious. Don't change that channel. Or we'll put a rat on you and burn you. <laughs> Rodents want to make your home their home, but Orkin keeps them out. Get guaranteed protection from rats, mice, and all kinds of pests. Orkin, keeping pests in their place. Hey, we're back from the break. That was a good ad for... Orkin? <laughs> Orkin. 
is Orkin? What's Orkin? Also, yeah, what's Orkin? I don't know even know what that is. Orkin, they they're, uh, they wrote <laughs> pest control. <laughs> wow, I, I think we're good. I think, I think we did. I'm amazed that you know pest. the brand of, of pest control. I don't. Have no, that, that was that was that was Orkin beautiful. Man. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god hey thanks for not changing that channel hey <laughs> you're sticking with us you're, you're with the family yeah. we're back we're back with doug and robin welcome back guys hi hey every time Still they here. pull you out we pull you right back in to the family oh the guys go back to tej's um tej and the, his uh crew are playing cards mm-hmm. i will say oh there's a sobe ad do you might notice it as we walked by? There's a Sobe. Oh, Sobe is, uh, is a sponsor now. Okay. Yeah, it was a sponsor. Oh, so boy. just add it to the. Hey, look, <laughs> Doug. Look, there's a Doug. Yep. There's a rack of wheels. There's a bunch of wheels on that. On that. Oh, Do you see that? <laughs> Are they hot? They see four. They see four sets of wheels. No, this is Tej's garage, so we know it's all in the up and up. All right. So those are sets of yeah, wheels. Everything brand new. Am I legitimized here? No. Oh, damn it. Tej is playing poker. Uh, I have to say, uh, Tej is a bad boss because of this. Tej should not play poker with his employees. Uh, to quote or to paraphrase Lieutenant Winters from Band of Brothers, never be put in a position where you take from these men. Don't like, just like people that are up higher in a military organization shouldn't gamble with lower ranks because if you win, it's bad morale. Right. Okay. All around. So I'm just like, it's bad for a boss to play poker with his guys and then take, I know it's, they were one, so it's like for fun. They're just doing it for fun. Great advice from but, John Singleton's four brothers. <laughs> yes. It doesn't look like it's for fun. They are, they are betting stacks of cash. Stacks here. of ones. I, if you look at, make it, make the screen really oh, big and look. Oh, they are ones. They're fives. There's some ones. There's nothing. It, there might be sixty dollars there. You know what? Um, I, I did not notice that, but um, they, they are flashing around that those stacks of money, that stack of money, and I thought it was like legit amount of money. But this this guy just can't help himself but gamble. Who Tej? Yeah, he gambles over everything. Yeah, well, I mean that's his character. I don't care if it's ones, hundreds, or whatever, but I mean he's just gambling. I love that he wins all the time too. Uh, listen, all he do does you is know, win, win. Do you, do you a, know the odds. <laughs> well, that then it fits the character. Well, you know, he's in the real life. He's ludicrous. He's not always playing his this character. And they were all, and they were, uh, they were definitely having a good, nice game night because you see they have cards on the table. Uh, ludicrous is smoking a cigar, and he smoked half of it, so that's more than Card Verone's ever gotten through. That's true. So I respect. And him they've more. also got a, <clears throat> they got a, they got a set of dominoes, which is a. A good L.A. slash Miami game. Mm-hmm. You guys ever played dominoes? No. no. I always have like I a set dominoes. of dominoes. That, like I'd see one. I'm like, I have no idea what to do with these except set them up in a line and knock them all over. No, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of math, unfortunately. Oh, so. no, that doesn't sound fun. Isn't isn't dominoes, Jonathan, isn't dominoes similar to that movie game that we were playing in Portland? Uh, yeah, yeah, and that you're trying to like line things line, up. Yeah, yes, basically, yes. basically you're trying to build numbers and and, and uh, certain numbers give you points. I know it's very big certain, in the certain. South American, Central American yeah. community. It is. 
but oh there you but, go uh what i was saying was if you look on it he's also got his sign of the times he's got his uh sony walkman his yep, two, that sure is 2003 <laughs> right there i had one i i i can't I, believe that you skip past the uh uh i mean they come walking into the garage and we find out that brian actually dated a rat <laughs> oh yeah the hood rat yeah oh, tanya rat. Crazy yeah the rat tanya and then Roman he was says, like, well, Ro- yeah, Rowan, you dated her after I did. And he's like, well, I didn't want her to go to waste. <laughs> Which is, yeah, like crazy ass trailer rat, Tanya. Yeah. yeah. We're like, well, Finding we're talking out about more, more about Brian. And then <laughs> Doug, do you, Doug, can you gamble at work? No. Okay. Cops aren't allowed to gamble. No, but we, we did have guys that used to play party poker while on duty. Party poker's no stakes. Just. Yeah, sure. Funsies. Sure. Yes. Okay. Not on the work computers at all either. Um, the, the biggest work computers. The, yes, we have work computers. The biggest, um, bullshit that I call on this. Do you know, um, the, the odds of getting a royal flush? Anybody? Are you guys poker players? I, I, yes. I know the basics. Yeah. I mean, get it. It's gotta be insane to get that. So he slams down a royal flush like it's, like it happens every week. Six hundred and forty nine thousand seven hundred and thirty nine to one. <laughs> Never tell Royal me. Royal flushes Andy's- just don't happen. They might happen more often though in a three man game. Absolutely not. Because <laughs> you have more chances of getting cards. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know how many times they've. It doesn't matter. Refreshed. I, the odds are the same. Like this, this is horseshit. There's no way he's getting. Like why? Why wouldn't you, as the writers, make it like a little more believable? Just say like he won with a full house. Or two threes. <laughs> or a pair of threes. Or a straight. Something more believable. A friggin' royal flush. Give me a break. The hardest break. thing you can get. Give me a break. Like, Tej is not only, like, the richest guy in, in Miami, but he's, like, the luckiest guy, too. Come on. Well, Carter Verone's the richest guy in Miami. He owns everything. He Verone's everything. <laughs> Ironically, he, he Verone's everything that is low rent. He oh, so he's has like a tons slumlord. of money based on all the crappy stuff he owns. He owns people's derelict boats that they don't come pick up, so that's no money there. I guess he sells the boats. And then he owns, uh, yeah, trailer parks, which, you know, refresh themselves when the weather hits. They just, it's a, it's an ever refreshing piece of land <laughs> because they're the first things picked up by a hurricane and thrown <laughs> a thousand miles away. Tej works for guys, Did you guys know how, uh, Ludacris got this role, by the way? I don't know if you read up any trivia. Uh, yeah, I did Ooh. back in the beginning. I don't oh, remember. you said that? I'm sorry. Did he, did he get in a poker game? No. Did he get a royal flush? Royal flush. <laughs> no, Ja Rule was actually offered the role of Tej. He was going to yep, be the that's Tej. Right. Yes. That's right. That's yeah, right. Which he could that. yell Monica yeah. again. But his ego got to him because he wanted to be Roman. Oh, said, really? no, you're not Roman. <laughs> like, no, no way. <laughs> nah. We'll give you Tej. <laughs> but and he didn't want it? got it. No. So, but now he is Roman. Well, he, the, what we talked about before, their, their, their personalities completely flipped in the, in the most recent movies. Yeah. Not that it's flipped in that Roman's not, I mean, they're both funny, but now he's more of a badass. Tej is more of a badass mm-hmm. and less of a just, you know, scheming smart guy. I don't know. The, I, he seems smart in that he could facilitate. Yeah. He didn't seem like a I wonder, I wonder. <laughs> I wonder if Ja Rule had taken the role of Tej and now he's like a super, he's like in every Fast and Furious movie and we just know like, yeah, Ja Rule, he's always in those movies and he's still like a pretty 
And then he's like still a pretty famous rapper. He's like still doing pretty well. And then Ludacris helps start the fire festival. And he's like, you know, down and out. The whole, the uh, whole, uh, I don't, Mandala effect I've seen, kind of thing. Have we seen, we've seen Ja Rule act. So, uh, no. Yeah. I, I, agree. <laughs> I think, I think if Ja Rule had been in this, they would not have brought him back for fast five. <laughs> It'd be like, we're done. You got two, you got two more than you should have got and you're done. <laughs> Yeah, he'd been relegated to those, the part those two Cuban guys who don't speak English get in <laughs> yeah. every Fast and Furious. It's like, I don't know, just put them in there. People seem to like him, but no one wants to like talk to him or anything. They get a hearty nod from Vin, but we're not going to like make eye contact and talk about their backstory. So then Jimmy, uh, Jimmy is, is starts doing some freestyling as they're playing cards. <laughs> I wonder if he freestyled every take or if that's, uh, if he wrote those down, those lyrics down and just pretended he was making them up. Freestyling is crazy to me. Like speaking of freestyling, we got to do some freestyling. Or I don't know if you, unless you've prepared. I haven't prepared, prepared at all. anything. Well, there you go. You got to make it up. Who who goes first? Give us a beat. Doug goes first. Are you gonna give us a beat? Uh, the beat is basically. <laughs> if we do, we can't do a beat over because then we can't put it over the beat of the. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You won't have a beat when the thing goes. It's just like a bum, 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 bum. All right. I'm ready. Oh, awesome. It's getting <laughs> hot in go. here like a rat in a bucket. Sometimes you just have to say fuck it. My God. Oh, we're starting out blue. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah we're, we're right. going blue on this. Uh, a lot of folks say, well, welcome back, Carter. I would rather watch Ali Larder. Oh. So would okay. I. What's that even? What does that even mean? So would I. Okay, sure. Yeah, it's... you're welcome. <laughs> it needs to be about the episode. Oh, so it's Carter, Carter Verone, I guess he talked about. You know, no, he said, "Welcome back, Carter." Carter Verone. Yeah, but it sounds like you're saying Carter. No, but he's not. He said it's a it's a play. I, I, no, I get I'm, I'm I get okay the play it. on words. I'm okay with it, Robin. I think it was good. Thank you, Robin. I think you could do better, Robin. I hope you bring well, we, maybe some we'll, more. We'll try we'll do another take at the end of the episode. It's the alley lauder that's <laughs> <laughs> come out of nowhere. But it's like how many things rhyme with Carter? With Carter. <laughs> hey, I got my MA. Harder, All right? It's making me harder. Oh, harder, <laughs> starter. Okay, I, every, guess, I guess a good amount of things wrong. Every with time I look at Carter, <laughs> you know where I'm going with this. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't. What were you going with? It, Trying not to say harder. Uh, harder, you know. Gonna do a thing. Oh, okay. Oh, because he's like he's really handsome. Yeah. Okay. I'm hashtag Team Verone. <laughs> team Hauser. Got a lot of money, just like Carter. He really seems to be a big self-starter. Uh, Great. <laughs> Move on. All right. Can you just put that in his mind? No. No, you have to do one. I'm going to shout out my boy, Verone, and now he's down getting his own. No. <laughs> I don't know. What? what? That's, that's better. <laughs> that was... It's the second verse that's really tripping us up. We all need to think well, about this a little bit. We, well, I, 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 I set up a thing, and then I don't know what I'm going to rhyme it with yet until I get to the last word, basically. <laughs> and, then it, and then it ends up really lame. That's, so, that's how I ended up in Alley Larder. 
she's respectable. I mean, she's hot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. I, she was in Heroes, right? That was that's what I know her from. Yeah, she was in Final Destination. Oh, yeah, the final one. Great. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. So it's I'm getting day, tired right? and it's, I'm getting really, really, uh, sarcastic now. I don't mean to be like that. Um, so then, uh, we go to Brian's houseboat and he's asleep. Mm-hmm. And then Monica yeah. comes in. Monica! 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 No! A wet, okay, I'm awake now. A wet Monica. Wet She's Monica. Wet. So it's really yeah, unclear at first, it was like, did she stay over with him and then she took a shower or did she swim to his houseboat? I think house she boat? swam up <laughs> to the houseboat. <laughs> I think, she swam I there. Think the only way she could, she could sneak out of Roan's palace and get to his houseboat is just like swim there. <laughs> she just swam <laughs> along the coast. Well, you know, well, here's what I think. I think that she drove there, parked on the wrong side of the canal and was like, damn it. <laughs> Well, I can't have time to go across, so I'm just gonna jump in. She just jumps in. But then she brought- And then borrows some- And then she has a towel, she brought a towel though, or maybe it's his towel. Maybe she just took his towel. Yeah, what's up with the hair and the she towel? She has wet and hair wetness. and like, it's like she just, it, she just took a swim, like, but she planned to. But then he didn't know she would be there, like she, because it's so weird. Does it feel like they edited out something it else? It feels like they did. Like, because then later on in that scene, she gives him a kiss. And like, they haven't yeah. kissed before. Right. They, no. They've been, they've been just sort of making eyes at each other, but then they're acting like they're a couple. She's also wearing the littlest shirt. Yeah, she's wearing one of those, mm-hmm. like a t-shirt, but then she like tied it off just below her breast, so she lets show off her abs. Maybe they cut out a really awkward love scene. <laughs> Maybe they did. Yeah, there, there was like a scene where they got together, but it just wasn't, wasn't playing. No, no. <laughs> Let, let, let me tell you about Eva Mendez. She is, she is so choice. Yeah, I mean, she gives <laughs> Ali Larder a run for her money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that'll that reference will never make any sense, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it will. <laughs> so he makes uh, he makes Tyrese go out and uh, vamp for him. Roman needs to. Vamp. And this is sort of the beginning of Roman's character for like for real i feel like yeah. this is sort of uh, becomes his defining characteristic and this this is where i fall in love with tyrese as roman oh, oh my god god the the burn he gives That's he's great. like Rome paying you guys to keep the face like that because if i was making that money i'd get that mole taken off my damn nose <laughs> he becomes like a, an insult comic it's great yeah he's like hey i kid i kid i kid this guy's re- enrique's great enrique's great hey, hey, where, yeah, where y'all from fat. oh chicago oh fuck you <laughs> <laughs> the best part of that insult I can't, I can't. is like it's showing the guy's face and Roman's voice is off camera. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. You see that mole. Oh, it makes man. me think they shot that in ADR and did not have that actor know that he was like, talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Added insult later. Hey man, I'm just Enrique in this stupid movie. Why don't you lay off my mole? No, it all starts movie. with like when he goes to shake their hands and they don't shake his hand. And he's just like going back and forth with his hand out. And why is he wearing that it's weird like, eh, glove? Eh? I don't, glove? It doesn't matter. I love it. I don't yeah. care. <laughs> I no, looked at right. a quote from, from Roman. Uh, maybe you guys can interpret. He says, then I caught y'all walking up in the club, got that hamburger meat all hanging out. <laughs> I don't know what that means. You know what hamburger meat is? <laughs> They're talking about like his, their chest hair? The chest hair. Oh, oh okay. God. That's so, <laughs> the that's chest really hair. gross turn of phrase. <laughs> uh, that's amazing. Hair to meat. I don't know. Because like a, like a good 
thick chest hair kind of looks like chopped up burger meat. I don't want to think about hair and meat in the <laughs> what? same. It, also known as taco meat. Anybody? No, somebody out there knows. It makes sense. It makes sense, saying. but it's gross. Remember Detective <laughs> Whitmore I, I back love... there with that hamburger meat all hanging out? Everything about also, it's it. It's weird though. for a guy to say to two other guys, it's just like, no. "Hey, man, I'm impressed with your meat." I, <laughs> I love it. I love he's burning them all the way. Silk shirts, Jerry looking all Miami. I love I love Jerry. I love him. I love him in this part. Hamburger meat. Hell yeah. Hamburger getting all the hamburger meat hanging out. Yeah, taco meat. Somebody knows what somebody knows what's going on out I'm there. I'm sure they will. Yeah, I, I just they, So they check they basically they're there to look at I have I have no hamburger meat, so I I would never have a, the reason to use it. Or have it used on me. You're smooth? I'm pretty bet, smooth. Your bun is, your patty is smooth? Yeah. Yeah. Smooth patty. I bet Jonathan Carlisle has hamburger meat. <laughs> so Tabitha's gonna weigh in on this. <laughs> oh, Tabitha's yeah, just like, hmm, hmm. <laughs> Think about this for a second. Yeah, uh, I'm a, I'm a double burger. <laughs> My meat is. <laughs> I have a lot of, if, if hair is you're, equals meat, I have a lot of meat. One, I have back meat. Um, oh. You're, you're, back you're meat, the double quarter meat. pounder. Oh, I'm everything. I'm all meat. I'm the impossible walker is what I am. It's all over the place. It's like, you can't have hair there. Oh yeah. I do. Oh yeah. I, do. I would basically look like one of those wolfman children if I didn't, I have to shave, like, obviously I don't shave my beard. But like it goes up toward my eyes. Like, the hair I have to shave here, otherwise wow. hair will go up. You look to like my Teen eyes. Wolf's Damn. dad. Basically, yes, I look like Teen Wolf's dad. Are you saying two weeks if, like you wouldn't you wouldn't have just this? No, Doug, I grew this in a in a day and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! Got that hamburger meat all over your face. Delicious. All, all dangling or whatever he says. What do you call it? He says steak all hanging out, hamburger meat all, all hanging, hanging out. out. <laughs> and then the guy's getting a little tussle where they, uh, uh, Tyrese, uh, or Roman has the gun. He punches the guy, he punches Enrique and they grab the, and Brian grabs the gun, but Brian grabs the gun like a cop and that's what bothers me a lot. That is a good disarming move. Yeah. He did. He it does like a, a identity move on him. Yeah. 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 Like, oh my god, I didn't even know I could do that. <laughs> no, that, that's how, how, you know, we're taught to disarm a, uh, armed. To push it something. to the side and then point it at the guy. Well, yes. <laughs> the, the first thing is get it out of your range of <laughs> fire. Yeah. Yeah, he, he puts it on him and they're, but then they're yelling at each other in Spanish. They speak English, guys. <laughs> what is happening? Like they're, they're responding to each other like they, they understand what they're saying, but yeah, those guys says, tu primero, tu primero, you first. I really wish Enrique again with the funny stuff. If Enrique had gone, he made fun of my nose, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's Roberto. Like this is the scene where I found out that Mole Man is Roberto and the other guy is Enrique. Oh, you're keeping track of it. All Good right. on you. Yeah. I I don't know which one's which, but Mo- Mole <laughs> so Man is Roberto. Mole Man and the other guy, Ramole, Ramole, <laughs> got it. I, I'm sorry, I'm blinded by the beauty that is Carter Verone walking up at 13 minutes and 20 <laughs> out of seconds. nowhere. <laughs> we didn't even know he was in the scene. I think he didn't. I don't think he was in this scene, and he just came in and ad libbed that. <laughs> yeah. like, I think he was off off camera and just like I'm just. Was it just and he goes, shut up, shut up. He tells his old man, shut up, shut He's up, like, shut, shut up. up. 
Shut up. Oh, with that, uh, with that really nice Argentinian accent. Yeah. Was it just me or did, in like, no his, way New Jersey his, accent? His voice just changed a bunch. Like, it, it sounds like he is doing like a weird accent in the scene that he wasn't doing yeah. before to me. Was that just me? It's very mob boss. Yeah. It, it sounds is, like he's it, doing yeah, a Scarface now. He's like doing a really heavy. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna have to it, do some. Like, shut up! Shut now. up! It's starting to sound like uh, uh, Douglas Greenberg is what's happening. <laughs> the accent's like, hey, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, hey, shut up, all right, shut up, shut, shut up, up. I'm Argentina, shut up, Panada. He's born in California. Up yours. And why does he sound like this? It's his accent. It's it's in character. I don't know. It's weird. Could it be he's acting? Could it be? Yeah, but uh, we don't know where, where he's Shut going. Shut up. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I love that right after they walk away, Roman practically bellows. What was she doing on the boat? <laughs> Wait, yeah, yeah I know. I know. They're not also, even out of earshot, and he's blowing her spot up. Also, it's weird that Carter Verone comes over to say, he's like, shut up, shut up, stop fighting. And then he's like, okay, these guys are going to uh, drive with you tomorrow. And then he leaves. Like, is that, he just came all the way over to tell them, oh, uh, these guys are going to be with you. That's it. Bye. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you're totally not going to get shot in the back of the head. This is totally normal. That was They're a fun ride game. With you. That was fun. You guys like that? All right, we're going to go now. <laughs> there, there's also – Hey, no more games. No more games. There's also – That's the games. last game. No this was the last game we played. Hey, ooh, hey, 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 ooh. ooh. What was she doing on the boat? Huh? Shut up. I didn't say Shut someone up. says Shut what up. was she doing Shut on the up. boat. Shut up. There's another total movie move here. When when Brian, like, he, he takes the gun off the guy's neck and then he, he uh, like, pops the round out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But if, there, if the magazine is still in the gun, yeah. it's just going to chamber another shot. round. Yeah. I, I don't know. What, what are we doing that, here? To me, it seemed like they were, he was unloading the gun. That's how it works in the movies. He, unless the magazine is popped out, he's not unloading the, another, he's not unloading the gun. He's just chambering another round. Brian was a super cop, so when he holds that gun, he knows there was only one bullet in the clip. <laughs> oh, the weight of it. By the weight. Shit. <laughs> I don't know. No, thank, thanks <laughs> for bringing all. your cop knowledge. <laughs> you can always use that's that. what I, that's what I'm good for. That's, yeah. That's absolutely. about it. About it. And even that is sketchy. All right. So then Brian and, uh, and, or, uh, yeah, Brian and, uh, Roman, they start, they start hatching a plan. They're like, okay, we got to do this. And they're sort of talking about whether, you know, how they're, he says either we're going to die or we're going to be arrested one way or another. It's like, oh, we got to do it. And I, like, I wrote down this line. He says, I don't know, but this guy's got an ass full of loot that he's ready to dump on our cars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really. Well, yeah, they, cause this is where the movie turns into kind of the A team. Yeah. Because this they needed like awesome, a, a cut. Yeah, because they needed a plan and, uh, they know that James Remar's not in it because right. earlier, ju- James Remar, just a second ago, we skipped over a little bit, yeah. but he just yells, this is a customs case. Yeah, All right, calm Aiden down. Wants to shut it down, but he's like, yeah. no, we're not shutting it down. I'm in charge. I shut it down. I'm the customs. Customs runs this city. I'm the customs. <laughs> like, what, what I'm the customs. I, I'm everything. I've ruined everything. You calm down. Um, did he really think it's a good idea to rip off Verone though? Well, Roman does. Roman's Literally. always up for that. And another, Roman's a guy another like thing. The stupid, they hungry. Like, yeah, he he could buy hungry. so many sandwiches for that money. Oh, he's just thinking about so all many the sandwiches. sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> he could buy a subway for that. Um, do you? Am I the only one? Like, I listened to your first couple of episodes. Am I the only one that that wants to keep calling James Remar Gans from Forty Eight Hours? <laughs> am I the only one? 
I don't know what what's that from. Forty eight hours. He is oh, Gans. Oh my god! I love forty eight hours, but I I didn't remember his name in that. I just I always think of him as James Remar. He's that he's. Oh my god, dude! He is. I think Gans. you're right because Tyrese and Brian have a real Eddie Murphy Nick Nolte. <laughs> that is actually very. That's a good crossover. Probably better. Probably. I, I can't look at that guy and see anything but Gans. He is a badass as Gans. I I know him. Yeah. Mo- I actually know him more from the Warriors. I think of him as Warriors guy. Yeah, um, really. That's the. Uh, I don't know. I've told the story on my other podcast, but uh, the Warriors. Jessa and I saw my fiance Jessa, who's standing right there now. Uh, was um, no, she's real. <laughs> totally real. <laughs> she's right here. Move it. I'm not going to come on. Um, but you know, we saw the Warriors uh, as like a, a cult movie night for our, for our, uh, one of our first dates. So Warriors oh, cool. is uh, uh-huh. a big part of our relationship. And so is James Which is, Remar. It's it's like probably the same like time frame. Giving a thumbs up. Yeah, similar. Yeah, uh, let's see. Forty eight hours was like late two, eighty three. Yeah, the Warriors might have been the late seventies. Seventy nine. Okay. So, both, so close. Uh, I mean, I'm sure he, he looked. He probably looked very yeah. similar. Yeah. He did, but yeah, I can't look guy. at that guy and see anything. Gans, like he was. Dude, the first time I saw Forty Eight Hours, I was probably eight years old. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I think of him as the bad guy from uh, Judge Dredd at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> so he was, was he a bad guy? He was just like a guy. <laughs> a guy. <laughs> that is not in the movie. A, a, a bad guy. <laughs> See, I watched R-rated movies far earlier than I should have. I think of I think of him as uh, as the as Raiden in Mortal Kombat, the sequel, <laughs> when Christopher Lambert didn't agree to come back. Whoa, Remar took over for Lambert. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah, he's Raiden. Well, it's no, that. it's no less racist. <laughs> it's, it's no worse. No, we're not gonna get an Asian man. <laughs> Whatever we do, who's who's got? Who's got that vibe that we're looking for? Who has a Christopher Lambert character? James Remar? Yes, exactly. That's exactly who I was thinking of. You mean Gans from 48 Hours? Gans. Yes, that's exactly what I mean. 48 Hours is great and has one of my favorite film scores of all time. There you go. It's really good. Oh, with those steel drums? Yeah. So good. Anyway, Too Fast, fan. Too Furious uh, does not have one of my favorite scores of all time. <laughs> no, but it does so have Gans. It has Gans. It does have Gans. As as eight-year-old Ella said last week, it has a lot of music. It does music. have a lot of music. And I agree with that. It has a lot of music. None of it's memorable. The ludicrous song at the beginning, the Too Fast song, is the most yeah. interesting song in yeah. this movie. Yeah. Everything else is just filler, just beat. Yeah. We get the, we get the pump it up song during this part though. Yeah, I was gonna say that, that's a memorable one. Yeah. That's on my playlist. <laughs> and you like, and this is when, uh, Roman and Brian finally bury the hatchet. They're on the same team. They're now family. And we get a little retcon. We get a little yes. throwback to the, uh, first movie in that the reason why, in, at least in Brian's mind, why he let Dominic leave with his car mm-hmm. is how he felt about, uh, uh, Roman. Roman and what he did to him and, and how he wasn't there mm-hmm. for him. Mm-hmm. So, okay. It's a little, it's a little on the nose and a little, little too easy and, and, you know, and in, in no way was built up, but that's, that's right. a fun little thing that he was kind of thinking about him a little it bit. It is, but it's, I'm okay it, with that. but it's also Roman kind of plants that seed and he's like, is that why you let your boy in LA go? And he's like, 
yeah, 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 yeah. That's 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 yes, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly why. Yes, sure, 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 sure. I'm thinking about you about the you whole probably. time. I'm totally better friends with you than I am with him. I'm totally not thinking about Vin Diesel right now. I totally don't think <laughs> about it every night. We're totally, every totally. time you put on one of a compression tee, Tyrese, I am not pining away <laughs> for my lovely my lovely man friend. I, I do I do like that bit of retconning though. I do like it. Like it's, you know, it's kind of gives you a glimpse of where Brian's head was at in the first one. Even though, yes, it is a total retcon. I'm in. Second only to the, my love of the chairs in this episode <laughs> is my love of Carter Verone's clothes in this next scene. Mm. Oh my God, does he look comfortable? <laughs> he is wearing the silkiest of shirts. He is showing off a lot of hamburger meat. <laughs> well, he he doesn't have hamburger meat, but he is showing off a lot. He of He probably chest. shaves his chest. He might have a lot, but I think and, he I think he and does a the... pair a pair of silk pants. Oh God, that looks so comfortable, and he's like in flip flops. <laughs> oh, I gotta say, that is my vibe right there. I'm right with Carter Verone. Carter Verone has found his beat. Are those Crocs? That's what you look like. <laughs> That's what you look like when you find example your beach. A found beach. Absolutely. Yeah, those are definitely Crocs. Because he, he, one, he's from Florida. He lives in Florida. Like you you can be Crocs rich, but alone. if you're from Florida, you can't get too far away from Crocs. That's, that, that is a silk linen combination that I can only dream of. Oh, I, uh, well, you only wear that once because you sweat through it and it literally melts off. It does. Head. And how do you clean that? You don't. You know, I do want to mention, done. uh, before we get too far, uh, it's going to make Doug happy. Uh, we, we actually were at uh, Verona's mansion earlier. We kind of skipped that scene. I don't know why. Eva Mendez uh, was looked amazing in it, but I will say that Verona's mansion is actually was actually owned by Stallone. Well, <laughs> oh, actually, yeah, right I was listening there. to the commentary. God damn, really? That too. Yeah. Well, I'm go. listening. <laughs> oh, now we know where the clothes came from. That's just his closet. <laughs> that's just that's Sly's closet. That's his. That that's his relaxy wear. He's like, oh, is James Remar in this, my friend, who I somehow put in Judge Dredd for no reason? Awesome. Gans? Gans is in this? <laughs> Gans for 48 hours? Like, don't call me that, <laughs> Sylvester. Gans, hey, you're Gans. Gans. Shut, up, shut up, you Gans. <laughs> hey, shut up. <laughs> shut up. Shut up. Carter Stallone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> The Argentinian stuff. <laughs> Sylvester Verone. Yeah. There we go. There you go. Yeah, so yeah you were talking about that scene where we see them. Like, he gets in his he gets in his navigator. It's it's uh, Verone's navigator, and Eva Mendez is wearing like a nice kind of sexy uh, suit combo <laughs> combination. Not only are we gearheads, we're such threadheads. We, we know clothes. <laughs> So well. So they call me Phantom Thread. Out. Or is that a belt? It's a giant belt. I'll tell you, even even the guy that opens the door for him looks comfy. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. He well they all the people all those guys look like valets. Like they work at a hotel. I would move to Miami just for the clothes, except for this landscaper slash cop. And having to wear slacks when in this heat, there's I just don't get it. Yeah. Though if you can wear a straw hat like that guy. Like the landscaper? Yeah. Oh, the cool? super un- – okay. This is the beginning <laughs> okay. of the crack team of undercover cops that we have in this movie. Uh-huh. This guy sucks. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> There's more sucking to happen later. I for love this group agent, of people. But, but <laughs> this one is where it goes, oh, this sucks. Because yeah. he is on his headphone in one – 
as we learned in James Bond, never touch your ear when you're talking on your no wireless. Right. Away. The, I mean, we have to be honest. This is like this is Mark Boone Jr.'s team, so they can't be yeah. like if if he's the leader. Like you can't, you have to yeah. imagine what kind of people he, he has under him. This isn't even the B team. This is like the D team. We're in the D team of undercover cops. Did you guys see Mark Bur- Mark Boone Jr. Jr., which is the little <laughs> uh, little uh, doll of him on his desk with his face on it? Oh, <laughs> oh is it? I thought you meant his penis. I'm like, no, <laughs> God. I'm curious though. Put the bucket though. there. <laughs> you mean Mark J- Boone the third? Sure. Junior, so. Junior. Is that what Junior, Junior, Junior is? <laughs> yes, yeah, so his little, his little, his desk. Well, they have to give him all this. You know, they're trying to make us feel bad for Mark Boone. He's been on the take for years. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Fuck his family. Yeah. I hope they all get him. You know what? I agree. He's a crooked cop. Why does he got to be from no Chicago? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, yeah. So they 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 leave and. They are the, the the crack team is like they're on the move, yeah. and they got uh they got Sergeant Slushy, Sergeant Gulp, what Big Gulp, whatever his name was. <laughs> <laughs> that guy yep. useless. Gu- he's uh Gallows. Get the t- Gallo. Yeah, they're Remar. Everybody, they're all getting the team together, assembling everybody, and and out comes oh, the worst undercover person. <laughs> And it's walkie-talkie lady. She <laughs> oh, I is called her Peg Bundy. Florida trash. <laughs> oh, trailer trash gal. Oh my god! Well, because she walks out like I'm doing a pot. I'm playing with my hair. I'm a, I'm trailer trash. Now I'm gonna sit down. Here's my giant walkie-talkie. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking she had, into. She had it hidden with the newspaper, but she did. She took it out of the newspaper to talk in it. You should, she should have just kept the newspaper around it, right? Yeah. That thing is bigger than a bazooka. <laughs> it is humongous. <laughs> But she's got the hair to match it, though. Yeah. I, why doesn't she have a headpiece? The hair. Why doesn't she have the one hair like the gardener? Yeah. The hair. Hair one alone. Oh. Well, that's another thing. Bunny. If you're doing like like an un- <laughs> undercover sting, like you would probably wear an earpiece, so so the uh, receiving sound isn't coming out of the walkie-talkie. Yeah. It's yeah. Going into your hey, ear. You guys hear that? Sounds like a walkie-talkie in that lady's This yard. police force <laughs> can afford harpoon launchers that disable the electronics in cars, but can't do ear earpieces. <laughs> ESD, buddy. ESD yeah. harpoon oh, launchers. Yeah, I know. Yes. I've looked at the wiki page. <laughs> totally real. Uh, this is not our only infraction with a walkie-talkie. In the next scene, Ro- Roman and Brian are two feet away from each other, talking into giant. <laughs> oh my god! Looking at each and other. Then they just look at each other, and he's like, "You ready to go?" I'm like, "Why weren't you doing that from the beginning? What are we doing with the walkie-talkie?" <laughs> but then breaker, they breaker. they put the walkie-talkies oh. down, and then they talk to each other through the open windows. <laughs> It's uh this movie's dumb. <laughs> it's so bizarre. Were they supposed to have walkie talkies for a reason? Are we gonna say, find out about a little more about that in chunk four? I don't know. I, no, I think yeah, uh, maybe come back. I don't know. Maybe. They, 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 maybe they talk to each other at some point. In their cars. But is so, uh, wait, how about what? what about Mark Boone Jr.? Like is he is he like he's Are you worried about him? I am a little bit. Like he's <laughs> I'm worried about Mark himself. Boone Jr. Jr. Over. I feel, oh, like, I feel like some, someday a rat's gonna bite it off. <laughs> the little, the little cop version of him on his desk. Uh, like he, he's, he's like going over and over. Like is he, is he condemning his family to rat torture here? So, okay. yeah, okay, let's, let's talk about this. I have a question, this. yeah. Is he, I, yeah, is he not 
doing what Carter asks. He's doing the opposite, correct? Yes, yes. yes. he's doing he's the opposite. He he took the information that was given to him. He knows this time is going Carter is going to do something and he's like, "Okay, now we're sw- we're going to swarm him." I so I have a question for Doug. Is there a way if you're a cop to like put your family in protection? If you could be like, "Okay, I got a th- my family's been threatened by this criminal that I've been working with." Um yeah, but I mean you you would have to articulate why your family is in danger, which would mean outing himself. Yeah, he would out, have to out himself. Oh, is that the dirty and, pearl? And and also at the same time, you would you would have to uproot your entire family, which I'm sure his family wouldn't appreciate. Yeah, like my my wife gets mad at me for podcasting. If I <laughs> like, sorry, if I'm like like honey, move to Arizona. Listen, we have to, we have to, we have to leave the state because I, you know, out of myself to a, uh, a murderous criminal. I'm, listen, I, he's I, really I, I awesome. bet you, he's really awesome. Oh, you're talking about the, you're talking about the listeners to your podcast. Yeah, I, I bet you wish, podcast. you know, I was, I was a full time podcaster now. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, yeah, um, they, they would want to know why your family's in danger. Not just like arbitrarily, you can't just say, you know, I'm going to kill this cop's family and have them relocated. Yeah. In any case, he, he does. Yeah. He, he decides to do the right thing, I guess. And he, he, uh, he gets the cops to come down on him. He doesn't, but it doesn't, they didn't, they didn't edit it right. Cause I don't think I, in my mind, he's only been thinking about this for five. It seconds. looks, it mm-hmm. looks like a very, it looks like he didn't think about it almost to me. Like he's, he decided. Very soon after the torture scene, they're like, okay, I gotta do this. And, and we're just supposed to sort of be like, oh, is he gonna do it? And then he. So why is the torture scene in the movie? Because none of this comes back to haunt anybody. But it's haunting me. That rat <laughs> is gonna live to, in my dreams. It, was, it has nothing to do with, uh, with him. It has more to do with scaring, uh, Brian and, uh, Tyrese into doing what he wants. Uh, well, they, uh, they are now at Casa Pinata, is what I call it. Um, <laughs> it's just a big hollow house full of money. And Roberto and Enrique show and, up with two sledgehammers and they're very excited to use yep. them. And this guy, I love the, the, the owner of Casa Pinata. Kind of like, he's like, but well, well, he's not the owner. He doesn't Verone it. Verone Verones it. I know. He doesn't Verone it. He's Verone. <laughs> he Verones it. it from Verone. <laughs> yeah. He's on a, yeah, he's on a valise. Valise. <laughs> uh, valise. Anyway, he he's like they say something really fast in Spanish, and then he just picks up his bag, like okay, and then he walks yeah. out, like I'm my job is done here. I have watched the house. What was in his bag? Did he have cash? I, I assume it was yeah. like a uh, payoff. Silk shirts. Yeah, silk <laughs> shirts. shirts and Crocs. <laughs> That's all it is. That's how they pay him. Lucky man. And half smoked cigars. Just cigars with just like the first inch gone. Oh. Carter like gives them away. Bastard. They all have wet tips. I hate him. I hate him then. Wait, whoa, we're back off Cole Hauser again? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> smoke your damn cigar. No, I never smoke. We also I learned was, that uh, Roberto was a fan of I only of smoke art. a little bit. And then I'm done. God I'm done. damn it, Murren. I'm gonna have a pin, I'm gonna have an empanada and, uh, now. Um. And Roman, and Roman and, and Brian are wearing the thick pants, think thick Jinko pants today. It is, we have got lots of baggy mm. pants. I was like, this is a weird, the, are these their racing pants? Are these your driving pants? Yeah, he's room. Action pants. <laughs> Action. They don't want them, you don't want them to I chafe thought. too much. You gotta have plenty of room to breathe. I guess. 
I would just wear shorts. Yeah. But that's all. That's how. That's how. In Miami, don't don't you always wear shorts in Miami? Come on. It must be a mosquito thing. There must be something about like just the blistering sun. If you don't wear, you have to wear clothes. Like when you see people in the sand. Uh, like in like in, in like the desert, and they're always wearing clothes because the sun's it's it's everybody's like you should be you know in t-shirt shorts. No, that's actually worse. Mm-hmm. Miami may be worse. Like that's why they all wear silk. Cause it's like I have to wear a shirt, or the mosquitoes will eat me. But the, uh, and I'll get or a sunburn. Will but eat me. I'm wearing silk. All the rat, all the rat. There's so many Soon rats. You take your shirt off. So many the hot rats. Shoot through your stomach. Get packed for daily departures to Miami. On USA. Miami Vice. Tonight and every night on USA Network. 7 Eastern, 6 Central, and Monday through Thursday at 11, 10 Central. Well, it is like at, at any moment it's about to rain in Miami, and there, I mean, where we see the guys grab the sledgehammers, it looks like it's about to rain. I also did mention they, they said they had to go to uh, that restaurant at 6 a.m. And when they get to the restaurant, it is, seems like it's noon. It's very bright. Although I suppose it's, you know, it could be bright at 6 a.m. in Miami at a certain season. Do you use the George Miller principle about sunlight? Uh, what is that? It doesn't matter where the sun is. Just get the shot. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> it's not a bad, it's not a bad yeah, way to we'll go. We'll just tint it some crazy color anyway, so it won't matter. Exactly. The, yeah, the, uh, they, they, basically, they've, they've, they're swarming. Uh, the cops are coming in. Boone has. They're swarming like rats. Uh, they're swarming like rats. And, oh. uh, Roman's like, I ain't going to jail again. Roman, you do know that you're on their side, right? <laughs> you do know you're a plant. You're not going to jail. You won't. Well, you're good. Well, you're they're good. not working with the local pl- police department. They're working with the FBI and the, they aren't, the, uh, but the FBI tr- – oh, remember, not FBI, cool your jets. It's, it's customs. Well, customs and FBI. But Agent Bilkins is FBI Bilkins, and then James Remar. Bilkins Rimar. is there. That's true. Although he's yeah. not running – yeah, Customs is running, as James Remar insists very angrily. <laughs> customs runs this city. With the, like, this whole thing is also a very confusing plot point to me. Now, like, why why, why are we evolving, like, the, the – um, not really in the know local police. I feel like there's a lot of collateral damage about to happen. I yeah. feel like we're going to lose some, uh, some undercover agents. Is that just like, to do, what, to do that? Like the car chases and the crashes and everything? I think so because I, in my mind, the FBI would, the second they know there's a dirty cop, they know who it is too. I would put someone on him and the second he does this, go in and be like, Hey, we have to talk about basically you, you know, you did the right thing this time, but yeah. Because they don't go back to Mark Boone. No, There's nothing. We don't that's know. It. We don't know <laughs> the fate of Mark Boone. Yeah, like what he—he's a bad cop. He's done something for Vernon. He's been on his payroll for years, so he's done something evil. He's got to live with himself. Uh, that's that's all we know. Yeah, yeah. And that body, which is some would say a greater punishment than you know punishment yeah. itself. God has already punished me. Look at me. I'm a monster. He has to eat falafel for the rest of his life. <laughs> that's, that's no, so that's not okay. <laughs> That's a great way to go. They sent him to California to be a lieutenant in a motorcycle gang. But I agree. I think that the FBI should have taken over this and yeah. clued in the cops. Yeah, it would be a joint operation. The FBI wouldn't come into Miami and not let the Miami police know. 
Customs too. It's not like customs works by themselves. Customs doesn't have a police force like that. They need police. I don't, I don't even understand. Customs, as far as I know, patrols the goddamn airports. Yeah. You know, and, and the ports coming into the USA. I, I don't. Well, I guess it's because Miami is a port. So I, uh, I assume Verone is getting his money from Argentina port money. Uh, See, port, well, no, no, yeah, no. <laughs> He's getting just illicit. I don't, look. I don't really know what Carter – well, I'm going back on Cole Hauser, Team Hauser. I don't know what he did wrong. <laughs> Hold on. They haven't proved – this movie hasn't proven other than he's a psychopath. Try lightly. What he, what he does that's illegal at this point. I have seen him do nothing illegal. Right. Other than try, other than taking a dirty cop and trying to have a rat eat. <laughs> I've not seen – But like, <laughs> like, like in practice. Like, actually, like there's no law against forcing a rat to eat someone. That's, that's crazy. Really? And he didn't die. Yeah. So the most offensive the thing he's done is smoke two puffs of a Cuban cigar <laughs> and throw it into the lake. The the lake, the, the Atlantic lake. The Atlantic this actually, lake. This movie yep. makes a lot more sense to me now that we all explained the the customs versus the local and the customs only only patrol the uh, the airport. Like all this movie, I'm like, why don't they arrest him? Why don't they arrest him? And this whole thing leads up to getting them to the airport so James Remar can finally arrest him because he can't arrest him anywhere else. Robin, if you don't call him oh, Gans, <laughs> you are not invited. Gans for 48 hours? <laughs> I admit it's been 48 hours. He's hanging out with uh, Mark Boone Jr.'s dad, Nick Nolte. It all, all comes full circle. Mark Papa Boone. Mark Boone yeah. Sr., come on. There you go. Yeah. Well, they changed their name when they moved to America. Right. Well, thanks well, for explaining that, Robin. I didn't get that either. I uh, The whole customs thing it must be that, that make i guess it makes sense anywhere else <laughs> well thank god Ro- roman makes his escape he uh he drives a car straight he has a car with a rock and the rock a rock the rock hey, it's, it's the, the first, first sighting of the rock in the fast and furious franchise yay yeah yay Way he's go, smaller rock. now but anyway, he gets the, bigger later <laughs> he, he gets, gets really big bigger. Still just as smooth though and white. He, uh, he, uh, gets, they put a rock in the, in the car's accelerator and he drives it into the cop cars so they get away. Now the chase is afoot. Hold on. The guys are. Another thing like that triggers my, my, uh, you know, police sensibilities is if you are converging on an area, you would seal off every single available exit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, not just one no, side. No, they come them. in one side. They get blocked out by a, a, a car that's <laughs> driven by a rock, and then you know, the <laughs> just just go out the other way. No problem. Yeah. It's free and clear. It's, it's Dwayne. It's Dwayne the Rock. <laughs> Dwayne the Rock takes them out at one end, but you know the other end is free and clear. So Basically. there's your exit. I, Roman yeah. finally gets to mess up a lot of cops by. Uh, I'm so happy. He's so, so happy. excited. <laughs> the whole thing. Like, like, yeah. There's a cool shot of um a bunch of cop cars coming down the road and the camera's upside down and then it flips. The camera operator's having some fun. And whenever I see like a lot of cop cars all together, I'm like, oh, is it going to be fun? They're all going to get wrecked. <laughs> this is going to be a fun chase yeah. scene. There's a lot of dollars wasted here. Miami police dollars. Do you cry? Do you cry? I mean, how many helicopters? They have two helicopters. Doug. They have two helicopters out there. One that's just for spotting and one that's for, uh, shooting the, oh, I'm so excited. Guys, we get the aerial ESDs (laughs) coming from the air this time. Oh yeah. 
They're no different. They're just holding yeah, they're them just in, in a helicopter. helicopter. They, they should have had them like mounted on the helicopter. Just go all out. They usually can't make changes to helicopters in movies unless you have a really big uh-huh. budget. Like when you have a helicopter, they're like, don't touch it. Don't do anything to it. There's not like you can like mount anything in it because it's like a freaking helicopter. Is it a rental? Really. It's a rental. <laughs> you know, it, like for the most part, helicopters in police chases, they, they're just used for spotting. You know, they don't, they don't really get involved in the chase. Uh, you would think if these ESDs were real, are they real? They're not real. You should know of all people <laughs> whether that's real. <laughs> You're like, I'm, it worries me that you don't know. I work, I work in a small town. We don't have a helicopter. <laughs> so you think maybe, you don't have maybe these big city cops have a, a harpoon launcher that can knock out a car's electronics? No, they're not real. Like, they're, these they're things totally would be, would be and, uh, like invaluable I know, in police chases. Especially like if, if these, if these continued in the Fran- Fast and Furious franchise, it would change a lot of what happened in these movies, <laughs> but you never see them again in the series. How amazing would it be if Doug goes to work tomorrow and gets ESDs <laughs> added to like they're like, you know what, Officer Doug, you're right. This would be a good idea. This is gonna save so much trouble. Oh, it's so much cheaper than those spikes we gotta buy that people drive over. Oh, those things are expensive. This would be great. No, but no, this, this is like a good ma- old fashioned chases where people wreck. Yeah, it's always the, the guys always wreck, so, cause they're always on and hopped up on something anyway. Uh, yeah, so they, they shoot an ESD and they hit Brian's car and it's like only mostly like one of the tongs yeah, is you, you get a great little di- like made up diagram on this guy's launcher that shows that like, oh, only two of <laughs> yeah, the three he has a, spikes he has a diagram on a launcher. <laughs> so Listen. That's the tech of the app. Oh, no, that's that definitely. Is the, <laughs> yes, it is. The launcher is, I'm like, that. I think it was wow. tech of the up in it the has, first shot. It's tech it, of the up this one as well. It's te- tech of the movie. Not only does it, not only does, not only does it, yeah, not only does it like track it, it like wirelessly knows if it's engaged or not. Okay. Cool. So he, Brian jumps out the window and tells, uh, Roberto to hold the wheel. <laughs> and, and he goes, and he's like, he's like, I can't drive. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, dude, I can't drive. I'm like, that, that's a good bit. Driving. I love it. I love that. He bit. has an Ecuadorian driver's license. He's not allowed to drive in the states. <laughs> oh my god, I laugh so hard. Like, Why over? is this in the movie? It's great. It's funny. Why is it's this a funny part of his bit. character? Yeah. It's so odd. And I love that. Yeah. So so Brian Brian has to lean out the window and he he uh, he grabs a cloth to grab the harpoon launcher. I guess and there's like electricity going all over it, so he doesn't want to electrocute himself. He manages, you know, <laughs> just pull it out. Cloth, cloth stops electricity. Yeah, totally. And then he gets back in, and then they, he and uh, Roberto have like a little moment together. They're like, "Oh, we got through this." And I really thought, I thought that was cute. Yeah, Roberto's like, "Nice driving." How would yeah. you know? You can't drive. He's a nice driving, you man. Don't know if that's nice like, driving, bro. <laughs> I love how much you don't uh, know. how much Brian gets like so super amped over this whole thing, where he just caused a pileup of innocent cops behind him, and he's like, "Yeah, whatever." <laughs> Woohoo! After he throws it in the cop's grill, yeah, and they all crash. Throws it in, it just goes right in the grill. (laughs) And uh, yeah, good, good on you, Roberto. I I tell you, the most impressive thing about this scene is, to me, is the helicopter is flying sideways (laughs) through the entire scene. 
I mean, that makes sense because how else uh, are they going to aim the ESD? They, could, they don't. Fl- they don't have to fly. Straight. I didn't know they could they do that. I was blown away. Yeah, they could fly sideways. I'm looking at that helicopter. I'm like, just fucking fly it sideways. But apparently, that's a thing. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, coming to work tomorrow. You'll be like, we have a helicopter now. <laughs> you're going to learn all about it. I'm going to fly it sideways. Yeah, you're going to be the pilot, Doug. <laughs> we need you. Awesome. <laughs> Did you notice when they make that hard turn that there's a golden corral in the background? The most. <laughs> The most Florida of restaurants. <laughs> if I had to, if I had to say what restaurants in for me is like literally the flavor of Florida, it would be a not Golden Jimmy Corral. Buffett's Margaritaville. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty damn Black good. God, now I really want them as a sponsor. I don't know how it's going to happen. We'll figure it out. Who, yeah. Jimmy Buffett? They got to be in the background <laughs> yeah. at some point. There's Golden Corrals now, family. Golden Corrals family now, <laughs> whether we want them or not. I, I know it's just a big. Ugh. Speaking of rats in buckets, go eat at Golden Corral. They actually have something called the rat bucket. It's just a giant pile of food. You can take as much as you want. They got a buffet. That's place of the what? Yeah, the buffet. It is the buffet to end all buffets. Okay. I have eaten at a Golden Corral once in my life, and afterwards I was like, that was a horrible mistake. Too full. One, they have a chocolate fountain. Yeah, too too fast, too full. Too full. Yeah. Yeah, too fat. Too fat, too, too full. fully. There we go. It was, it was bad. Uh, they have a chocolate fountain that they do not regulate, so there's just bits oh, in it. So gross. No. Like other oh, people. No. It's, it, it basically looks like clam chowder, by the way. It's like black clam chowder. It is, it is a hellscape of turd burgers. That place is the worst. I I can't even tell you. I mean, we, we ate in Orlando too. It was a Florida-based Golden Corral, so it's like it's like Florida on top of Florida. It's a double Florida. So they can't so be a sponsor. Right now? <laughs> Why not? Because you're destroying them. So what? That's that. They're like, if you're a human trash bag, come eat at Golden Corral. <laughs> okay. That's, this, no, like this, this the is the room. ad. We're doing the ad right now. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I'm reading copy yeah. that they wrote. <laughs> like. We know all you trash bags are still going to come eat here. It doesn't matter. Fuck it. <laughs> come on down, trash people. You love chocolate fountains. You can have chocolate fountains that don't have the, the ability to say no. Oh, God. So good. We want to make you look like our spokesman, Mark Boone Jr. <laughs> After the rat ate through his is, stomach. If he, if, if he walked out from, from around a corner and said, hey, everybody, <laughs> welcome to Golden Crab. be like, yep. All makes sense. Speaking of eating, I, I I realized I had a note that we went over. Roman reveals that he eats all the time because when he was in jail, the food sucked. <laughs> yeah, I completely forgot. That's one of his like yeah, character traits. And we forgot to even why bring it up. He loves eating so much. <laughs> but that was another another bullshit, you know, forced chemistry moment where Paul Walker's laughing his ass off the whole time when he's talking about this. His horrors of living in jail and eating what he had to eat and Paul Walker's laughing. Like that's, you know, like, oh, we're supposed to say, oh, they're best friends because yeah, they're laughing together. Well, it, it, that is a great bonding moment. And I love that Roman actually comes to grips. He's like, realizes it's not Brian, not Brian's fault. He admits he was just wilding out. <laughs> just, just wilding He's out. Wilding. <laughs> He's wilding. He's wilding out. That's what it covers anyway. Wilding out, bro. With Ali Larder. I wish he, <laughs> yeah. Roman could have been like, 
hey, I'm trying to, t-. like, he keeps, Paul keeps laughing and he's like, yeah, I'm trying to tell this story, man. He's like, I'm sorry, man. You're just funny. You're funny. <laughs> I can't help it, man. It's like, it's not what's so funny about what I'm saying. I'm talking about. No, it's not what you're saying. It's the way you say it. It's just so funny. It's because I say metabolism. <laughs> oh, it's, it's Is that a funny thing? Metabolism. <laughs> he's like, what am I, a clown? Jury, what, am I some kind of clown to make you laugh? What the, f- you mean some kind of clown? <laughs> It's, Shout yeah, out. it's the story. It's how you tell it. It's just funny. You're funny. <laughs> oh, that's, a, that's a good yeah. movie. How is it? Well, that's where this. That's where this chunk ends. With the, they're in the middle of race. I was so sad. Race because, or you know, chase? They do sorry, set yeah. something up in this chunk that I was very looking. It's a race and a chase. Yeah, it's a race. <laughs> it's a trace. It's a Vinny chase. <laughs> yeah, yeah we I did it. Your chunk number tell three. Me about it. At least you guys got. At least you guys got a little racing. We did. We did. We did. Can I? Can I just a little, uh, a little chase, a little chase around my, uh, my MA. We got Rat Bucket. We got ESD. <laughs> got we got Gans. We got a little bit of everything. We got Golden Corral. Can I bring up one more discussion point? And, and I'll you stop may. talking. Uh, <laughs> uh, so Brian calls Tej earlier, right? And and Tej answers like, you know, it's Brian, and and Tej so it says. Hey, shoddy. What up, shoddy? I love that. What, I love why shoddy. Why is Brian shoddy to Tej? <laughs> yeah, we kind of skipped that part because Tej also shows that we also see where the in chunk four, yeah. the big final reveal of all, like how they're going to get away from the cops. Oh, I'm so excited yeah, for that. And but that's like how he answers so, the phone, Robin. Is like, what up, shoddy? Shoddy. I love that. What a great, what a great way. Well, I I love Tej's life. I love Tej's lifestyle. I love Tej. He's great. Tej is the man. Oh, he's the he's the, he's the hunk of the chunk of this. <laughs> oh, good. Of yeah. this. I, I think we he gave may, it to Roman. Not, the other uh, one. But. He's he's not hunky in body. He's hunky in spirit. He is. Does does Tej have a lot of hamburger beef? Oh, I bet. He's yeah, smooth. he seems like he'd be smooth. <laughs> so right. I, I I forgot I I have to do a Luda fact because I kind of skipped it last week. So I'll try oh, and give yeah. you two. Um, he was okay. uh, he was born in Champaign, Illinois. And uh hey, and he later moved to Chicago bub? as a He's child. He's popping the bub in Illinois. No, Champagne Urbana. That's what Champagne is. The bub. The, yeah, the, I got it. You get that at the club. Yeah. Find bottle full of bub. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he was born in a Champagne. Yeah, he was born around there, but then he uh, later on went to Virginia and then Atlanta, and he's known as one of the. He, uh, he's he's known as one of the original rappers of the Dirty South. Along with Outkast. Dirty South. Oh, the, the Dirty, dirty South. South. Nice. I'm not surprised. Nice. And okay, those are good. I'll give you another one. His, his uh, he's of African American okay. and English ancestry, and it's said that one of his great great grandfathers was Choctaw. That's what he says, at least. Choctaw. Everybody thinks I know, they know. Everyone thinks they do. <laughs> well, uh, hmm. right. You don't say. That's it. When that fact started, I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> by the time the facts ended, we're like, hmm. Shut up. <laughs> okay, well, I didn't see that coming. Well, Choctaw Indian. Okay, okay. I, I don't mind that. These are all Luda facts, mm-hmm. so they're all little nuggets to to help us love Luda a little mm-hmm. bit more. Mm-hmm. And uh we'd like to thank you guys for coming on. This yeah. has been great. Oh, uh we guys. appreciate uh we know it's a late night of long of a, of a long night of recording and we we appreciate you guys coming on and giving us some of the facts. All our pleasure. Yeah. Uh, before we go, do you guys want to promote anything? Um, uh, a magazine that you might write for or a podcast <laughs> a that you do? 
Yeah, get a magazine. <laughs> um, I I do uh, host a minute by minute podcast called Fright Night Minute, which is ongoing currently. And uh, if you like some uh, nineteen eighty five Fright Night, I will say Jonathan is on a uh, um, later, much much later episode. <laughs> and yep, uh, talking about Chris Sarandon's dick. Yep. Ooh, so, oh yeah, yeah. We left that. Tune in. in. <laughs> we left it in. We all should be we so left- lucky. <laughs> 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 you should always leave it in. Yeah. Doug, what about you? Yeah, I, uh, I'm one of the hosts of Rocky Minute. Uh, we are gearing up for season three. Uh, believe it or not, we are recording. Episodes are in the can. Um, you know, we're okay. just, we're just waiting patiently. You know, we want to really want to build that bank before we release, but you know, we're not sleeping on Rocky three. We are pushing forward. Be patient fans. Cast and the Furious fans might not, you know, relate over to Rocky Three or Rocky Minute, oh, but you of know, course they will. What? If they are, we're we're there. We're we're coming. Look, our five dozen fans are going to be Rocky fans. Rocky's you have that many? Rocky. You're so lucky. <laughs> I think I don't know. Ten, literally tens of listeners. Oh man, we have ones of listeners. No, you don't. You have thousands of maniacs listening to you. <laughs> They're if not listening. Facebook group is, you're now over a th- one thousand members of uh, their Facebook. Twelve hundred and and ninety. Holy, ninety percent of them. Two hundred more. Ninety percent of them are insane. Yes, certifiably <laughs> crazy. Speaking of certifiably crazy, um, uh, Robin brought something to our attention. We didn't oh really talk God. about in this episode. We're going to do a yeah. special episode on this. Um, awesome. Robin, can you just explain real quick what it is so it'll be a tease for our – this will be in our hiatus, our, our month off. We'll definitely do this. Um, explain what you found. So I went searching on the internet. I actually was searching for uh, ESDs to see if they're real or not. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, and I just got kind of into a uh, Too Fast, Too Furious tunnel and I found a quote-unquote novelization. Mm. Which you know I love and Doug loves. Yeah, it's Martin not loves. really a novelization, though. <laughs> no, I don't. It's more like an anthology. <laughs> it's an and how long is it? One hundred and sixty-two pages. <laughs> it's called Too Fast, Too Furious: Can, An Anthology. Yeah, Mer, read, Mer, read the first two sentences, which I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I right. think it looks like a bunch of different like internet writers like each wrote a passage of this. I don't. Yeah. Okay, so this is it's like a one, Mad Lib. Chapter one written by Dominic Line. Dom. Mm-hmm. Uh Dom. The music starts to the black screen that is the back of your eyelids. <laughs> your own personal movie preambled by the logo of ownership by a multinational media corporation. What? What a weird way to what? say there's a logo on the screen. It's freaking universal. Everyone just calm down. It's, it's, so this is just like a description of the the intro to the movie. Wait, yes. wait, wait, wait. Just finish that okay. paragraph. <laughs> In this circumstance, it's universal with its orange sunrise giving birth to the planet Earth. Giving birth? That's a weird way to describe the universal logo. <laughs> wow. And that's not how the sun works. <laughs> it's not. The universal with its orange sunrise giving birth to the planet Earth, turning in time to the pulse of the beat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hmm. I'm in. I'm reading I'm the rest of this. I, I'm like, I can't wait it's to really read this. It's really hard for me not to keep reading this. I'm, I'm so yeah. like 
gripped by this at this point. So we're going to read it. Uh, we will probably do a read through. <laughs> just probably have to, read through uh, of it. Just like, just the entire audio. <laughs> yeah. A dramatic reading. Yeah, we're just, however long it takes to read 163 pages. We'll each take turn with a chapter. Uh, uh, I think one of my favorite parts of this book is that sometimes Brian is just simply called Paul Walker. <laughs> <laughs> Much like our podcast, sometimes he's Brian, sometimes he's Paul. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, well, so we'll be reading this thing. Uh, what's, uh, read it. What's the nut title again? Too Fast, Too Furious, oh, an Anthology. Which sounds totally innocuous, like, oh, this is just a, Fan written thing. No, it, it gets ramblings of a madman. Something official. Mad men. And mad women, men. Mad men. There's <laughs> mad men and the mad men and the mad women too. <laughs> I just have to. <laughs> I, okay. What, what? Okay. I just, We're trying to stop this. And I just randomly stop the episode. And I just have to read the sentence. <laughs> what? <laughs> how inspire? Stop. How inspiring? Thought George Bush, the president of the United States. <laughs> if only there was a way we could have had these films with their ubiquitous accessibility and fantastical tales of morals and imagination. <laughs> why? why? Why is George that? Bush is even a, another? Why, is that a why would George too? Bush be say, like during his presidency? He wishes these movies I, I existed. I, I just picked out a random sentence. I don't know what the. <laughs> okay. Why would he give a shit? We have to finish this pot. This has been going on for over two hours. We'll get, this will be a, an extra episode. I'm very excited to delve into the insanity of this, uh, yeah. novel or anthology or whatever. Yeah. And thank you for bringing it to our attention, Robin. Or oh, I yeah, think, yes. thank uh, you. We'll see. Uh, definitely it may to our doom. <laughs> the jury's still out on that. So until next week, Tank Top, Wheelman, thank you for being on. Vroom, vroom. Racer X, it's oh, always yeah. a pleasure. And this is Bandit saying, right. see you later on the Cast and Torch, the Furious. What is it? Torch rack, torch back. <laughs> I can't get it right. Jesus. Torch back rap man. Torch rap man. Torch back rap man. You know, we're just leaving that dumb shit in there. Because <laughs> we've referenced it like six times, and taking it out would be You're stupid. Welcome. You're welcome for that rhyme. That's a good way to get it in there. You, you want your bad joke to stay in the episode. Just keep referencing it. There's no way we can edit it out. Because yeah, uh, like, I can't edit it out. To end. And the only way I can do that is uh, I, I may leave in my what? <laughs> at the end of it, like, Allie, Lauder, we go, all what? Well deserved. <laughs>